This week on the BAMFcast, it's Pam Greer on a motorboat. Get it? One star? We're... Alright, welcome to the BAMFcast. Hey, BAMFcast! Episode 212. 212 is a palindrome. palindrome, yeah. It is. So. We're all palindrome. Race car. Bad movie palindrome. Scuba. <laughs> no, that, no, no, that's, that's an acronym. It's different. It's spoonerism. NORAD. Also an acronym. Anyway, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one five jocks and some robot jocks. Great robot jocks. And the bad bad movies. Let's stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One five bags and douchebags after Twilight. Oh no, Twilight. Yeah, we don't like that. Yeah, no, that is a terrible movie. And also sometimes we do wonderful theme ones. We like, do like the third. Most angle. times Most we do times. wonderful uh, theme months. Too many times we do wonderful theme months. <laughs> but but like, this is the best. Theme the best. Month. This is the best of the theme. Yes, months. the third annual Black Exploitation History Month is upon us. Yep. And this is week two. Huzzah. Yes. So we decided to go with 1975's Sheba Baby. <laughs> Starring Pam Grier. Starring Pam Grier. Sheba. But you said it that way because it's in quotation marks. Everywhere. It's for in whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know why. The official title is in quotes. Yeah. Sheba Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baby. Uh, so very quick plot summary because we'll keep the streak alive and then we'll talk more about it. A Chicago private detective returns home to Louisville, Kentucky to help her father fight mobsters. Yep. That's it. Yeah. We're right. done. Uh, that's... Accurate, yeah. I'm sure. That that was uh, quicker than every traveling scene in this movie. This is a uh, this is long shots of things going places. Transportation, the movie, mm-hmm. brought to you by American International. Welcome <laughs> to a lot of '70s movies, especially American International movies. Oh yeah, time fillers. Sure, but well, usually well, this is like the the stereotype you hear about. Yeah, like, but but you're like, no, it's not really like that. But then this one. It's totally like that. Yeah. I mean, usually you get like if someone's driving somewhere, you're watching them in the car and then you're cutting to scenery. And this is just here's a car driving somewhere. Yeah. Anyone could be in that car. (laughs) One long shot. And. But first, (laughs) first is the most primitive form of transportation. It's Pam Greer walking. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, since the dawn of time. But she has also got her own personal walking theme song. Mm -hmm. Yes. The Sheba Baby theme song. Yep. Sheba Baby. Pretty good. Says it, she's she's bad and it's a pretty good black exploitation theme song. She's yeah. gonna fuck some people up. Yeah, she's know. she's put together well. Yep. Um, she's well yeah, built she's a well built woman. And she will yeah. jack you up or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Pretty good song. Pretty good song. <laughs> yeah. We don't know any of the words, but it goes nah. something like that. Sheba baby kicks in at some point. <laughs> We're like, Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Sheba baby. Yeah. Uh huh. They're singing about her and she's walking yep. through Chicago. Yep. With her getting on the train, bedazzled America shirt. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, we were pretty sure. I was pretty sure that's what it was. I mean, it was like you know, yeah, she was, was like M E R I, and then like America. when she takes the jacket off, yeah. it's like oh yeah, that's a bedazzled America shirt. Yeah, the two A's are really expanded. Yeah, it was more like America. Ah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but anyway, she gets on the train, gets goes wherever she's going, and finally ends up at her PI office. She's a mm-hmm. private investigator. Yep. Um, it. What was the first guy's name? Like, R or something. Yeah, like Crockett and Shay. <laughs> Ratchet and... Yeah. <laughs> Ratchet? 
No, <laughs> but it started with Racker, 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 Racker and Shane, Private Eyes. And she comes in and chastises the guy. He's like, I've been gone for three days. This place is a mess. And he's just like, Drink, I'm care. drinking Schlitz at work. Don't judge me. Because it's the 70s. <laughs> he's he's done yeah. nothing but sit at his desk and drink I, since yeah, she I get, left. I get the impression that's all he's done since they've been in business. Probably. But well, anyway. Yeah. He's like, you got a telegram. Yeah, yeah, because what had happened before the credits... All right. Oh wait, shit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It was my bad. It's all right. Basically, her dad and his brick, brick, his coworker, oh, sweet brick, um, <laughs> closing up shop at their loan shop. <laughs> yes, they sell loans. Yeah, they they're a loan <laughs> shop, and three guys just waiting outside to come in and bust up the place. Mm-hmm. When the brick leaves, the dad's there. These he, guys are just like, yeah. He shuts off all the lights. They're like, yeah. okay, the place is empty. Let's yeah. go. And so the up. guy, the guys, you know, bust the door up with the crowbar and just like, we need to trash the place, but don't steal anything. Just let them know, give them a message. Right. So of course the dad comes out. I was like, what the fuck are you <laughs> well, doing? I just want to point out that the first thing that they, that they start to smash is they take this crowbar and take a huge swing at this tiny vase. vase. Yeah. And smash the ever-loving shit out of it. They could have just knocked it. It wasn't over. even a vase. It was a vase. Yeah. It was perhaps, so tiny. Yeah. Perhaps. It was one of the distinguished so slender dainty. stem flower. Slender could, cut glass yeah. vase. It was so dainty it could only be described as a vase. vase. True. But yeah, they, they smash the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, they do. And, you know. Yeah. yeah he but comes he out comes and out and he's like, I'm going to fight all three of you. Yeah. And he kind of does for a little while. He yeah. gets like two he of them. He kicks one's ass. Yeah. He kicks one. But, you know, the problem is there's still two other guys. And they're like, nuh-uh. And so they beat the crap out of him. Yep. And that's when Sheba gets there, and this is the telegram saying, Sheba, your father had the crap beat out of him. His life is at risk. Come to Kentucky. And yeah. she's like, shit, why did you give me this letter? And he's like, how was I supposed to track you down? <laughs> Meanwhile, they're private investigators. <laughs> he's a private detective, by the way. <laughs> but now He's terrible. Yeah. So she's like, all right, I'm going to Kentucky. I'll see you when I see you. And he's like, the fuck you... What? He's like, where are you going? You going? She's like, she's, he's like, you're going to Louisville, and then smash cut to the Louisville airport. Yep. Oh man. With an Eastern jet landing. Louisville airport Taxiing. looks like Taxiing. such a magical place. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's all square and bleak. Yeah. Just how I like my airports. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, there's but, a good five minutes of airplane. Yeah, but my issue right now is, all right, you've. It wasn't set in New York originally. No. Because Chicago. what I'm always hoping for is shitty New York. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So they were in Chicago, and now they're like, nah, we're not even going to be in Chicago. We're just going to Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. Yep. And even shittier New York. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure they're there only for one reason, hmm. and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. But, yeah, so she's in Louisville now, mm-hmm. and she's walking around in a pimp outfit. What do you mean, like, the end of the movie? Like, the water Like, like the waterways and all that Chicago stuff. Chicago has a pretty big water place. Right. Yeah, it. but they probably it's a <laughs> yeah, lot easier to film in somewhere like sure. Remember, as she describes get... it later, it's a magical place and there's no crime there and everything. Oh no, there's never yeah. been any crime no. in Chicago. No, she, no. Leah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to her description later okay. of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so she she rolls up in her pimp outfit. I mean, just this nice white, big white shoulder pad, big outfit. ass hat. Yeah, and bricks at the airport. I guess he's like, hey, Sheba baby. And she's like, you damn right. Let's go. I was really not sure who Brick was. I mean, because he was there with the dad. Mm-hmm. I thought he was like At her brother. first, it seemed like the brother. Well, because she just kept calling, like, something's happened to dad and dad. And, you know, yeah. dad isn't like, it's our dad, you know. But no. He's everyone's dad. 
She just dad. keeps calling him dad, and it's right. like, but he's obviously hitting on her like yes. right away. And it's like, uh... yeah, okay, not quite clear their relationship at yeah. first. I'm pretty sure we get cleared up on that later. Uh, yes, <laughs> hope so. <laughs> yeah, it's not you know. Otherwise, Game of it got Thrones. real weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, they, he takes her to see the dad, and the dad's just like. Don't yeah. get involved, you. Yeah, stay kid. out of it. I'm on the mend. He wasn't even supposed to tell you what happened. And she's like, nah, I'm going to deal with it. Yeah. And <laughs> so they go to work. Do they just go to work the next day? Basically. Sometime later, they go back to the store. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, <laughs> that's, oh no, they get a call at home. That's right. While she's talking to her dad, she yeah. gets a call at home. And she answers. She's like, who's this? And he's, he's some who's guy this? is just hitting on her. And he, she's like, okay, I'm, I'm here's, she here's my dad. And the guy's like, you, I told you I'm going to kick your ass and give me your business. And he's like, get off my phone. <laughs> Click. Yeah. Stop touching and my that's when they Brick go has work. said that basically everybody has sold out except right. your dad who wants to fight the mob single-handedly. Yes. And she was like, that's crazy. Yeah. But if that's what he wants to do, then mm. that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And she goes to the cops and is like, you need to put a 24-hour guard on my dad. And yeah. they're like, yeah, we'll get right back to you on that. The, the, and the movie never really does a good job explaining this, but she used to be a, a Chicago detective. Mm-hmm. So, no, I know, well, I think she worked in, in Louisville. Or Louisville detective. Yeah. Yeah. Like she, yeah, she was a cop there. Used to be. Because, yeah, uh, when she goes in to see the cops, yeah, they're like, oh, you. He's like, remember all the misadventures we had, you know, and. I mean, I've well, saved your ass a, yeah, a whole had, bunch I of times. I had your back all those times. Yeah, she said like, you had my back exactly one time. Yeah, I counted on one finger. Yeah. Time and she, and she used the, the wrong, wrong finger. finger. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't flick him off. Yeah. Oh, well. She just pointed at him. We Harrison should point Ford out this. Style. Yeah, this movie's PG. Pam Greer? Boo. This it's, movie's rated Pam Greer. Cool. It is not rated... It, it, it's 70s PG. It's 70s PG. It's 70s PG. I mean, there's, yeah. there's stuff in this movie that no way would be in a PG yeah. movie now, but there isn't enough... Pam Greer for this PG movie. Yeah. For a movie to be rated Pam Greer, I think I know. we needed more Pam Greer. We, yeah. yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, I understand. Really. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, then they go to work, and uh, he gets a call again from the same guy, and he's like, it, and the, he's basically like, okay, fine, let's negotiate. Yeah, let's meet. And the guy's like, wait, what? You want to negotiate? Well, and yeah, he's in bed with yeah, like three whores. Say, he's, he's in bed with three ladies. <laughs> yeah. And he's just very stunned that he's like, what? Oh, oh okay. You oh. want to negotiate? Okay. Well, uh, by the way, yeah. uh, there's a bomb in your car. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to go you'd off say yes. <laughs> 10 seconds after you start the ignition. So, Meanwhile, he's loaned the keys to Shiva. Who's walking out to the car. And they're like, Shiva, no. And she's like, what? Crank. <laughs> and they're like, get out. They, it's a good thing they said there was the 10 second delay. Yeah. 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 Because it she, gives them an excuse they, to blow up a car. Right. And they drag her out. The car blows up. And she's like, God damn it. Oh, she, no. She's like, it. oh, God. I almost died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's yeah, pissed. But, I mean, but she's, the cops are no help. Yeah. Whatsoever. No. Cops. <laughs> so then I guess I guess she decides to get on the trail of them. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. But not not too wholeheartedly, really, at first. Well, she decides to go to this meeting. Or, no, I'm sorry. Does she go see the the pawn shop pimp first? Because that's how she gets the information about the midnight meeting, right? At the yeah, train well, this train? is all. Well, what happens is there's a that's I guess it's just a few days later. Well, no, there, there's going to be the, there's going to be the meeting at the train yard, right? But I think does she she only finds out about that because of pawn shop pimp, right? 
Because the meeting that Dad was going to have is now off for whatever reason. No, I thought I thought that was the meeting they were going to. Because she just goes home with Brick, and they have the sweet love. Yeah. Well, and well then they go walk like, around the fountain for a while yeah. first. Yeah, and then she's like, it's 1130, I gotta go. And he's like, well, I'm coming with you. Because mm-hmm. okay. that's, that's the meaning they go to. They just go to that. Because they right. go to the fountain, okay. they chat a bunch, and then there's a, a glorious shot of the downtown but hotel. I thought, I, I'm pretty sure Pawn Shop Pimp told him about that. In yeah, Pawn Shop, Pawn Shop Pimp did tell him about that level. Yeah, about yeah he was like, they're going to be at the train. Because she duress. went to her friend that worked at the water treatment plant or whatever. And no, oh, he's very, the one who told that's him. That's right. He's the one who told I him about I the I wish I had taken notes for this movie. No, no, no. Because, yeah. yeah right. Because the, the problem the is, place. Right, that's yeah. right. That's the reason right. we're right. all getting messed up is because there's a lot of scenes that are completely unnecessary and don't yes. do anything. Yes. And don't advance the plot. Right. So it's easy to just go, well, when did that happen? Right. I guess it happened there. I don't know. No, you're right. Yeah, she goes and she was a chlorine guy. And she shoves this man's face into a bucket of powdered chlorine to get information out of him. Yeah. Several times. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's blind and or dead now. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It's, but she tells him he, he's going to be the whitest N-word <laughs> in Louisville. Yes. In Louisville. Yeah. yeah. By the time she's through with him. Yeah. Right. Which is immediately because he yeah, you know, dunks she his head immediately dunks his face in chlorine. I'm yeah. pretty sure everybody would. That's that's like over Jack Bauer level. I mean, that's like that yeah. would hurt oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah, like she didn't even like hesitate. She no. just went to that. She was just like, and here we go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because the bomb blows up, and she's like, I when I was a detective, I know a guy that would do this kind right. of thing. I'm going to go see him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. She yeah. used her old detective powers, and yep. that's like the only time she used them. Right, and that's how yeah. she knows to go right. to the train yard. Yeah, the the, the yes. train museum. Right at midnight. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're now we're good. Yeah, we're on. Now board. we're back on track. Yeah. Right, but yeah, she. So she goes pretty, there. Yeah, well, they're, you know, they have the sweet, sweet lovemaking after walking around a fountain for way too mm-hmm. long in this movie. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, she's like, it's 1130. We got to go. And he's like, oh, do we? And he's like, she's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, well, I'm going with you. <laughs> so they both roll up on this. And I guess they get there early because they kind of watch the pimp and company roll up or uh, have their p- meeting. Pilot. Yeah, is, pilot. I'm calling him a pimp because he had the three ladies in the bed. But he's just a he's a he's, he's, a, he's, he's a high a level low shark, basically. Yeah. He's the middleman of this yeah. whole operation. Middleman. He, he's leading the local operation to destroy the, the loan shop. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, they roll up and there's some kind of payoff going on with this guy with giant butterfly collar. Mm. Can't even yeah, Man, he looks describe. like Questlove. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah, he's got a crazy colored shirt on that is like, but then the, the butterfly collar like comes out to his Huge. shoulders. Collars are really big in this one for the yeah. most part. Yeah. Like, pilot's jacket. Like his his suit jacket, the lapels are as wide as he is, mm-hmm. and he's not necessarily a svelte man. No, so it's it's huge. They come out like past his shoulders almost. Yeah, yep, yeah. And pilot so Durville Martin, who's in a lot, he's of in other a black bazillion of these movies. movies. I, although I think this might be the first one that we've done that he's in. Mm. I think so. Yeah. Because he's he's, like he's a mainstay, he's but holy god, yeah, Bucktown, I yeah. think also he's just he's in a bunch. Yes. Yeah. Dolomite is the big one. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we know, Chuck. We know. I can't help it. Man. It's a reflex. Right. I, I hear Dolomite. We know. Grown. Anyway, so yes, this kind of happens, and then they just kind of bust in with guns, and everybody's like, scatter. Well, no, they, they drive Jesus, in the cops. and hit that one guy. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Because the, the guy's guy just like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, he's standing there like pointing, at the, and the car rolls up and just kind of bangs him in the knees, like, oh. <laughs> and and Brick just kind of st- you know stands over him like, uh, yeah, yeah, you stay down, yeah, <laughs> hit your and, ass with a car, yeah, and Sheba takes off running, and um, they're running and shooting and 
missing everything wildly because it's a very poor well it's fight slash you know, gun i mean battle. it's midnight it's it's very dark out yeah. they're running and shooting and yeah so it's just pew off of uh, you know trains all over the place yeah and, and pilot stumbles into the train whistle or bell at one point yeah it's like well, like while she was fighting with uh the quest love guy with the yeah, giant yeah. collar yeah and yeah i don't know like it does, doesn't he come around the corner and she kicks him in the face for a second yeah too? Yeah. yeah yeah and then they Kicks run pilot, off. yeah and then like car like, pulls up and he's like fuck this yeah i'm out of here <laughs> yeah and i think and then, that's and when and they oh, go to oh, the, yeah she's she's about to shoot at the car and oh, brick yeah. comes running up and is like no she slams didn't. it into the ground <laughs> and at that point i'm like i think brick might be in on this yeah because that's what i was thinking again was like, yeah. yeah it did seem like okay brick's gonna reveal yeah, because there was no point in him doing that right. right well he keeps giving her the speech of we gotta your your that. private detective badge doesn't give you the right to do anything and we got to play by the law blah 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 yeah. and she's like but i want to kill him mm-hmm should have let him kill him. But I think Should this is this him. is what leads to the scene where Pilot is dressing down every oh, everyone yes. in his crew. Yes. And although he's not really directly dressing down any one person. He's kind of just angry. He's just ranting. And like yeah. his horrors are just like, yeah, you're mad. And like, God, it's so comical the way they keep cutting back to the Questlove guy who's just like slack jawed the entire... just. He looks like Mouth. he's posing for like an NBA press guide photo. Yeah, you know, because they always have the yeah. face going. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, exa- that's the face he has. He's just in there. And they recorded like ten seconds of that footage, and they just keep cutting back to him making that face. And sometimes yeah. he's nodding. Well, he's he's a mix between Questlove and Reggie Watts. Yes, because he's just like, you know, he's got yeah, that, that dumbfounded yeah. look. But then there's the other older guy. Yeah. who everything Pilot says, he goes, <laughs> "That's right. Yeah. That's right." He's his original yeah. hype man. Mm-hmm. He's like, right. That's right. That's right. Yes. And then there's a point where <laughs> where Pilot says something and just kind of looks at him for a second like, all right. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> nodded, he nodded <laughs> off for a second. Yeah. He, he glazed over. It's like, oh. He's like, oh, yes. Yes. It. It's, yes. It's time right. is off. Right. <laughs> so right. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's really the first gold scene of this movie because it's so oddly structured in that he's ranting and raving to no one well he's all worked up and everyone else looks stoned off their ass yeah, yeah. like the three ladies are just yeah. <laughs> we got paid in weed yeah. and like i said there's you know quest watts over there who's just like uh, uh-huh. i don't think he's did he say a word the entire scene not in that no, scene. No, no, so. no. And then, yeah, and this hype man is just like, mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, yeah, pilot's just, right. He's like, we need to take care of her. Mm-hmm. We need to get this stuff done. And they're just all like, hell yeah, let's go do that. Yeah, so next day, <laughs> they're all, once again, working at the loan shark place. And suddenly, these dudes, like, four dudes bust in with machine guns. Yeah. And they're like, everybody get up against the wall. And, of course, the dad's like, fuck you. And he's like running at him. And Bam Greer's like, this is a bad idea. Why don't you get over there? Mm-hmm. So they get over, and the guys, they're like, we don't have any money here. Like, we, we do loans, but we don't just hand out cash. It's not like that. And they're like, we don't care about that. Mm-hmm. So they just immediately start shooting up the place. And well, That and, was their plan, just to shoot yeah, the place up. For a good yeah, long time, and they too. they go Dolph Lundgren Punisher <laughs> casino yeah. room on this place. Right. Shooting up everything. Like, yeah. pictures are exploding off walls. The wallpaper is exploding. It's just... <laughs> Yes. Everything is getting just shredded. <laughs> and something happens where the dad tries to run out. He's finally had enough of this yeah. goddamn shit in his loan store. Yeah. <laughs> After three minutes of watching everything get shot, he's just like, my turn. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, let's face it. The horses are already out of the barn at that point. Yeah. There's not much you're going to be able to do. No. But he breaks free and runs out there and is just like, 
God damn yeah, it. And they're just like, shotgun to the gut. Yeah. Yep. To which Pam Greer shrieks. She pulls out her piece. And then, yeah, and pulls out a gun. And suddenly, guys with machine guns forget how to fire machine guns. They're like, no, lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Please, no. <laughs> we were just paid to shoot up the walls. Yeah. yeah. Shoots one guy in the face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like in the eye. Well, the guy that shot her dad, she just gets him like square in the chest. Yeah. yeah. Another dude, she gets in the eye. Another guy is like jumping out the window as she shoots him. Yep. Yeah, and the last guy is like, please don't kill me. Yeah. And it's this just shot of her looking down the barrel. You know, it's like a shot of the trigger getting squeezed and the cops roll in. Yeah, and now the cops show up and care about stopping it. Like, hey, lady, put that gun down. No. She she does. does. Because it's PG movie. Yeah, and thank God, like, I was afraid it was going to go into, like, oh, now you're the prime suspect type crap. (laughs) Yeah. Because this movie had been fairly dull up to that point, and I was like, they're probably going to do that shit, aren't they? Luckily, they do not. They're just like, all right, well, uh, let's get somebody to the hospital. Get him to the hospital and get this guy to jail. Yep. And so it's Pam yeah. Greer at the hospital with the dad. Please continue your revenge quest. We yeah, yeah. Exactly. the hospital. Yeah, we're going to stay out of your way. But and, yeah, she's at the hospital telling and, dad how great Chicago is. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, well, she's holding his hand. He's in the bed. And like he's just she's like, when you get out of here, we're going to go to Chicago and see all the lights on the lake. It's going to be so wonderful and everything. And we're like... Oh, I guess he's going to be okay until nope. Until the star, the Stargrove, he comes in and goes like, "A good, a good man, man is dead. Your father's dead." <laughs> and that's when a nurse comes in and just starts like playing with his hand. She's a little trying bit. to take his hand away yeah, from she's her. Like, like this is the the he, worst nurse in the world. It's like yeah, it's like he's a dead man. You need to let go of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gone. <laughs> he did stop grabbing his hand. But yes. Well, she pulls the hand away and then takes a pulse. Yeah. Just to be sure. Yeah. Well, uh, she heard the song. She yeah. she can't let yeah. her entire medical training just go on the basis yeah. of the soundtrack of the movie. She has mm. to, you know, test him. Yeah. But yeah, but he's, he's dead. dead. And Pam Greer loses it. Yeah. And then Pam Greer's the, like, it's a long shot they do of her walking out. Mm-hmm. Going to the go, desk. And going like, around to the detective at the desk and saying, you don't need the guard at the door anymore. <laughs> right. And he's like, we're, we're sorry. It's, it's personal now. We're putting home. everybody on it. And she's just like whatever yeah. nope i'm out don't want to hear it yeah, yeah just do whatever Who gives a shit and i don't the next thing that happened is i'm pretty sure she go see the pawn, pawn shop pimp but yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. what the where she got that piece of information well it's weird she just goes into this burger place that had a fun meal <laughs> oh she just goes to see one of her burger shop one of her yeah. dudes you know and she's yeah. just Not like one if i dudes, need info but... who am i going to talk to he's yeah. like well you're in luck yeah, see guy. that guy out there. Yeah, and this guy yeah, this, is. Yeah, I was going to say this. He guy. had already done a deal where some dude came up to him and sold him his watch uh, and some something ring. else yeah. for yeah. like twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. But Wait. this guy's outfit. Yeah, it, I mean, it's you know, houndstooth, mm-hmm. everything, <laughs> giant collar, like zoot suit length jacket. Yeah, big white hat with a green band and a feather. I was sweaty yeah. just looking at yeah, this guy. Yeah, man, he was outfit. sweating his ass off. <laughs> he, he was sure, but he was Holmes. sweating for style. Yeah. Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> Why hasn't Asylum made that movie? Yet? I don't know. We should. <laughs> yeah, put that down on the list. It will. We're going to bring black exploitation back. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes. And we're going to do it for real. We're not going to, you know, wink at the camera. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Walker is his name. Yes, Walker. Okay. Pimp Walker. Yeah. Even though he's, he's just a pimp ranger. A mobile pawn shop. Yeah. So yeah, I did. he dressed like a pimp, but yeah, he's just a pawn shop, like out of his trunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. just hanging out in front of this burger shack. No, hanging out in front of the car wash. That's true. He's that's in line for the car wash. That's what's bizarre is like this whole time, all this is happening. Like he's he's made this barter deal with one guy, and then Pam Greer comes up and he's like, she's like, I want to buy something. He's like, yeah, <laughs> you want to buy something? I'll sell you what you need. You want something? I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, right. he's like sweet talking to her, and, and she's like, he's like, come around, where my do my business, opens up the trunk. She she hands him a, a fur first, like and yeah. when yeah. I say fur, I mean like legs still attached. Oh yeah, old school fur, like yeah. just a skinned animal that like this was a fox. Take, <laughs> let's take out the guts, and you have everything else, and yep. put it on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, fuck this shit. I, I do not want any of this. And he's like, well, what do you want? And she, she's like, that's when she pulls out the gun. Is like, I want information. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, I don't. And, I, mm-hmm. and the uh, well, I'm. Might be maybe this premature, the, but I'm going to go like this is almost a mild instant award. Just how oh quick this guy switches from smooth pimp to please don't kill me. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! Yeah, <laughs> a, this is the only quote from the movie that's in IMDb, mm-hmm. and she says, "You better talk, big man, before I put my number one foot down your number one mouth." <laughs> he goes, "Shit, you can't kick no shadow, bitch. Catch me!" And then he runs away. <laughs> runs. Yep. Runs. Like, runs. Runs. Yeah. Runs. But then, like, straight up His runs away off. like a little yeah. girl. He runs away like just far enough, and she's like, "Huh?" And <laughs> climbs into the back seat of his car and shuts the door. And he kind of stops running, turns around. And he's like, "Well, I guess she left." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All clear here. Just slinks back yeah. over to his car, picks up the hat, like, dusts yeah. it off, puts it on. He's like, "Yeah, I'm cool again now." Gets time in the to, car and time to get the, car like, the car in front of him is like now going into the car wash, which is yeah. like, "Wait, he was in line this yeah. whole time. What? Yeah. This is the slowest ass car wash ever." Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so he gets in the car, goes into the car wash, and that's when she pops up from the back seat, and he's just like, "Remember me?" And <laughs> you know, hits him a couple times, and then she's like, "Roll down your window." Yeah, he's like, "But it'll ruin the, the material." And she's like, "I'll ruin the material worse <laughs> with the gun that I'm about to shoot your head with." Yeah, and he's like, "All right, so." And I do love that through this whole scene, they keep cutting to like shots of the brushes, oh, yeah, yeah. spinning like, like, like you know, insert so shots and, and like the wax sprayer. Uh-huh. But yeah. She, because he remembers, oh shit, I got the hot wax. No, the, she has to remind him. Oh, Don't forget, right. you you got the hot wax. And he's like, oh no. He's like, oh damn. Why, there's another quote in here that I really liked. He's like, how can someone so beautiful be so cruel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, she's just like, give me all this information. And oh yeah, by the way, if you don't tell me what you what I want, I want, we're, you know, going to go with the hot wax. And really, really, yeah. really want to? Yes. Yeah. And I do like that they, like, I, I love the way this scene is shot because they keep changing the way they're looking through the windshield. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're like in the car and it's clear. Sometimes like all the stuff is on the windshield and you can see them moving. Yeah. But it's not necessarily the same thing. And then, you know, like they'll, it'll brush it off and then they're back to her threatening, him. threatening him. Yep. And then finally, as she gets the information she needs, mm-hmm. shoves his face out the window <laughs> into the brushes. Oh, and you just kind of hear him go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're like, Oh no, did she kill him? No, because immediate scene is yeah. like him on the phone to back to pilot. He's calling pilot. And what's funny is like his hat's gone and now his hair is just kind of all over the place. <laughs> oh, like it's man. been yeah. brushed by a car wash brush. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, pilot. I'm sorry. She's crazy. And the, what's great is like they, they show him once just to be like, yes, that's who he's talking to on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the scene is only his perspective, which I kind of really loved. This is when he starts Ensign Award. Yes, because exactly. I mean, he his expression through this entire thing is just... Well, just the way his his speech is like he's like she 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 got me with one yeah with with a gun and like like the pilot was filling in the blanks mm-hmm. for him and he says don't kill me don't kill me <laughs> yeah and then like when it's all over you know pilot hangs up on him and then it cuts to him and he's like yeah we need to deal with the Sheba Sheba bitch and also by the way deal with him mm-hmm. quietly I don't want to see him on you know wipe him off this earth or something like that. yeah so and he he's also dressed down his his. Goons. Oh, that's right. He kicked him down the, the tiny yeah, flight of stairs. Right. stairs. He's like, you better hope that man doesn't die. I just told you to bust up the shop. Mm. Yeah. 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 
That man already died. Too yeah. late. There are a lot of scenes in this movie that seem kind of like they're like one or two scenes out of order. Yeah, a little like bit. They, yeah. Well, like, as we said, they just they, accidentally spliced one in at the wrong spot. We wouldn't have known Dad was dead except for the song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe there was a cut of the movie where he didn't die. Maybe it was just like you know, it's better revenge if he just dies here and yeah. Maybe the song comes on and it's like, oh, well, oh. obviously he's yeah, dead. A good he's man gotta be dead. dead. The yeah. song tells us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. So. Yeah. Next day, yeah, she's she has, just she, she has pilot's address more or less now because of mm-hmm. yeah yeah. But she's just parking outside, mm-hmm. and suddenly, like everyone, their Pam Greer sense went off or something because the car comes barreling at her, pulls out a gun, shoots shoots through the through the windshield, and mm-hmm. dives out of the way. That car squeals to a stop and then drives off. And then she cut. She kind of runs across the street trying to get away. And there's just other dudes out there behind cars, like shooting at her. Yeah. yeah well, one guy comes but, from around the side of the car, yeah. and she just immediately shoots that guy. Yeah. But sure. then, as she's running up the side of this hill, like <laughs> the stunt driver must have missed his mark or something, because this dude barrels over oh, this man. hill from like <laughs> she's running toward, like away from the camera up the hill, mm-hmm. and this car, it, it it seems like it comes over that hill fast and only like a couple feet away from her yeah heading towards the camera mm-hmm. i mean it happened we were like holy shit yeah, yeah. and then it and then it lands yeah and, it comes down on the corner of the car and it bends the shit out of oh, that yeah, car. yeah the car lands and that's it for the car yeah, like, yeah. i mean the actors have to get out and just demolishes yeah. it they're like okay <laughs> i'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure it skid kind of diagonal and it was supposed to come over straight like yeah. further down yeah i yeah. mean i guarantee they missed their mark doing that and they're yep. lucky they didn't fucking run over Pam Greer or, or Pam stunt double but I think this looked even more impressive being as squirrely as it was because you get like a, a well choreographed stunt and you're like okay whatever but mm-hmm. this thing this car hits awkwardly this looks like shit went wrong and you know immediately fucks up as soon as it lands and you're like wow that's someone just fucking panicking it's yeah. just like oh god so yeah, yeah it looked good yeah I mean yeah luckily everyone was okay that we know of. yeah sure they seemed all right yeah. And they go over to the fair entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, they jump out of the car and start chasing her. And, and, and this, this car was was Pilot, uh, you know, Questlove, and like two other guys. Yeah. And Pilot. Yeah. And, yeah. Pilot. Pilot himself. Pilot, Questlove, and whoever the, that the other guy. Th- was. It, was it the Yes Man? Yeah. It was? Okay. Yeah. They're yeah. always they made the same him, team. They made him chase. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they, yes, she runs into the little tiny fair mm-hmm. and. They just chase each other around the fair. Round rides and stuff. And, and it's, it's weird because like it's shot and it doesn't look like they told anybody they were coming to the fair to film thing is isn't in, in the 70s like new york movies are really bad about it but other movies with crowds are too it's just like if you're filming a movie they were not able to convince anyone to not look straight at the camera because yeah. everyone's just like ooh, a movie yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i know it's just it's it's awkward well like in the in the scene where she's um roughing up walker mm-hmm. there are a couple dudes a couple of squares in the cafe <laughs> they're just like gawking yeah. out the window like, hey wow what are they up to <laughs> yeah well it, it would make more sense like after she was roughing him up but they were gawking before right yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah. a movie yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but i mean they th- this becomes almost comical because like they're chasing her around and at one point she's basically free like she could get away but she mm-hmm. just runs up behind Questlove and taps him on the shoulder it's like hey and then runs into the yeah. fun house. Where are your friends? Yeah. Yeah. Run into the fun house. And, and he gets on the little, uh, you know, the cement mixer thing. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> right. yeah. the, the twisty turny thing. And he's just like, immediately <laughs> <laughs> falls down. He's like, I can't get up. I will rock in a tumbler. Because then she runs out the <laughs> other com. way. And uh, yeah, it's just it, comical shenanigans around. Because like cops immediately bust him. 
Yeah. And he tries and, to get away, and yeah, the cop's like, yeah, no. Yeah, no, 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 the cop's like, gets kicked in the face. Well, no, I like that the cop is arresting the Questlove guy, and he's got the gun like to the back of his head. He's like, move, and I'll kill you. And then he's like, oh, you know, like, I'm going to wiggle free. And it's yeah. like, dude, yeah. he had you. Yeah, the cop like, is like, no. no. <laughs> you no. are under arrest. <laughs> you will stay right there. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, she... Does, does does this one Yesman gets gets shot? Is that what happened? Because didn't he get shot in some? He, yeah, she kicks Yesman in the face and is like pinning him against a car, going, "All right, oh, that's who's right, your boss." Yeah, yeah. And pilot comes around the corner and just shoots fucking him. shoots that guy. Yeah, takes trying a shot to shoot at her. Yeah, right. hits him, and that's the end of him. Yeah, and then <laughs> she's like, "Come here," starts chasing him around. Mm-hmm. Uh, she like jumps up on top of something and then jumps down on him, and she she grabs him and and. And pins him against the uh, the roller, roller coaster, coaster <laughs> this really shitty roller coaster, yeah. and is like, "Tell me what I want, or you're going to lose your head in a, f- in a few seconds." And yeah, eventually, when you know, there's shots of the roller coaster getting closer and closer, and he's like, "All right, you, I don't know who he is or exactly where he is, but isn't, he goes by Shark, mm-hmm. and this is the phone number of how you'd reach him." And then she lets him go, and the roller coaster goes right by. Yeah, and that's basically it. She's like, "Thanks, bye," and she goes back to the shop. And she writes down the number, and she's sort of, she's wandering around really for a little while, like, hmm, what do I do? Well, I have this number and this name. Maybe I'll call it. Yeah. And then we get this weird '70s chain of how the fuck do you get in contact with anybody in the '70s? Because like she calls the number, and it's like the operator's like, no, you can't do that. You got to talk to the line. marine line, and then let me connect you to the marine operator, and then mm-hmm. the marine operator's like, okay, let me ring the boat, and it's like. Holy God. I mean, God, fuck the 70s. <laughs> How the hell did you people yeah. do anything? Let's, t- let's take all our iPhones and Androids back to the 70s and buy all the fashion yeah. and just live there. Okay. Yeah. In shitty New we, York. Could just, we could just make the fashion now. Oh, okay. No, I want. Do you I, want to live in shitty New York with I a cell phone? I want shitty New York with shitty clothes, but with my Xbox and my cell phone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what I want. But you have to plug it into that 19 inch <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it can be, be like. RF <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> with the Jacob's ladder antenna, <laughs> they, they didn't. They weren't supposed to do that. If they, yeah, if but if you plug a fucking that, Xbox yeah, into okay. it, sure, yeah, that's yeah, thing's gonna go mad. Fucking right. time machine, it's, <laughs> it's freaking out. Suddenly, spill some heads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, spill some <laughs> All right. Russian energy drink on it. Okay. Okay. Nobly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Let's, so anyway, let's make all this happen. Thanks for remembering that. <laughs> You're a good man. I've, I've seen Comedy Central in the past year. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's been they, on. Do right? they really play that all yes. the time? Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. So hey. eventually Pam Gerger gets, gets to the boat, and she's like, hey, where are you at? Well, yes, she, she, social, <laughs> she social engineers her way onto the boat from the phone. She's right. like, hey, is this where the party is? And they're like, who are you? And he's like, I, well, I'm supposed to be at the party, but I don't remember. I'm lost. I don't know where it is. And yeah. apparently gets the, the number. Mm. And then walks up and is like, hey, I'm late for the party. Yeah. And, and, you know, she got all done up. Yep. Yeah. She, and they, like, shuttle her right over. I don't know I, what she was supposed to be at the party. Uh, like, I know. Side boob girl. I understand yeah. that. I mean, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But it's just it's just like, hi, I'm late. I got uh, lost. Chuck, I'm, I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. Uh, pretty ladies get into places. Like, you've ever seen those ropes? They're made of velvet sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a bunch of people standing in a line. The, the pretty ladies, they walk up to the front, and they go, hi, and they're like, come on in. No, I understand. But what I'm okay. saying is, she calls, and is just like, I'm lost. Tell me where party is. And they're like, uh, okay. And then, like, the whole time she's on the boat, it's never specified as to why it was important to give her the directions to get there. I don't think it was her specifically. They were just like, oh, you sound like a pretty lady on the phone. <laughs> we'll give you directions. Yeah. And then she shows up. Oh, you are a pretty lady. Oh, get all right. on the boat. Get on the boat, yeah. 
Because she gets on the boat and meets Shark. Because it's just a big white party going on where people are enjoying Triscuits and dip and... Ooh, Triscuits. And just, you know... And some mixers. They had some Tom Collins. Yes, they were. A highball or two. Shark. Delicious drink. But man, Shark shows up. And I swear, if this had been a cartoon... Every time he smiled, one of his teeth would do that little ding, shiny ding, ding thing <laughs> because he does it a lot. Oh, but she like, like she's immediately brought to him. I don't recognize anything else this guy was in, but he is he's so great. He's really smarmy. This I guy mean, is the actual smarmy jerk face. Yeah, he pretty much is. I mean, he's almost like the model for troll face. He's that that just grinny like. You oh know, yeah, like, he's always yeah. leering. Yeah, oh, he's so good. But like. They get like nose to nose having this conversation of just so welcome to my party. You move pretty fast. I guess yeah. that's why they call you the shark. They're like, he's like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then like another girl pops up and he's like, well, we'll all get to know each other later. And by that, I mean menage a trois. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And then it's just more Triscuits and dip. And then Pam Greer's rocking, walking around the boat with a cigarette. And walks up to a girl. I'm really not like, sure what this plan was. I mean, she obviously did this on purpose, I, but I, I don't know either. Cause a commotion, yeah, then she, something will happen. Yeah, she dumps ash on the girl's shoulder, and yeah. the girl's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" No, fuck. no, no. Girl is like, "Bitch!" and turns around yeah. and, and fight. <laughs> yeah, like there has been like I've seen things get out of hands at a club quickly, but this was really quickly. Th- yeah, this was like ash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, fight, and, and like all the white people are just like. Oh, a fight. Terrific. Let's all make some space and watch this fight. This is the best party ever. Thanks, We're surrounded by dirt or water. Let's get some dirt and make mud. Put them in it. Yes, they're actually moving people in the party away from it in order not to mess up the girl fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and people are cheering. Yeah. And this is when Pilot shows up. Yeah. He's like, boss. Boss, I'm so sorry. I tried to warn you, but she's coming in. He's like, what are you talking about? This girl, she's crazy. That's her. (laughs) And she's like, what? What? Yeah. Pam Greer's like, what? Me? And then she's just like, she (laughs) reaches over to the table, picks up the comedy whipped cream pie, goes, here, white girl, (laughs) whipped cream pie, and then goes, ha ha, and (laughs) jumps off the boat. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's... Great plan. It's like the archer escape. (laughs) All of these things happen. (laughs) Whoop, whoop, whoop. Off the boat. And it's like, what? Yeah. Good job, Pam. I don't know. She was like, here I am, suckers. See ya. I I guess she now has a face to go with the shark guy. I guess that's what happened there. Yeah. I guess. But yeah, this... All it really... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just it, it when she jumps off the boat i think my favorite part is it's the same thing as plato's run where it's like hits the water and it's like oh. yep, gone. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess she's gone if only we had a yeah. vessel that could travel wish, on the surface and yeah. chase her i wish i could hold my breath that long <laughs> yeah. just because yeah oh, they well. look for like 20 seconds and mm-hmm. when she doesn't come up they're like nope i guess she's dead back to the party yeah <laughs> party time oh pie face girl is okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like Pam Greer just swims to shore and it comes back with a wetsuit yep. and her, her Uzi because at one point like she Something. opened it's up a, her thing. her suitcase she has a slaughter esque yeah. suitcase of weapons <laughs> yes. uh, not as many weapons no. uh, there are three and they're yeah. for the most part terrible yeah yep but anyway so she has the one main weapon for that she has to ma- has to always have for the rest of the movie right um, and then which she is just, just stupid looking it's like. It's totally movie gun. Yeah. It's like, 
it's what, like whatever what is, it is. Why is the end of the barrel longer? Wider? Yeah, it's like it's, an Uzi elephant yeah. gun. It's, it's like <laughs> what? It's got a cone on the end. <laughs> it's for a, some it's an Uzi plus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I whatever. It's, yeah. it's supposed to look cool. It doesn't really. And she gets on the boat and is just stalking around for a while. And the music is trying really hard to make this seem like really cool. It's not. It's just her walking around the boat. But at least the music is there. It's to, walking around the boat until she walks into this bedroom cabin thing and then guys just like haha i'm right in front of you and got the drop on you yeah and now here comes smarmy jerk face to monologue everything Ding. to you and possibly threaten rape or slash you will want him because yeah look at that smile right because yeah they they go back and forth about like oh you're evil but don't you want me i'll unzip my wetsuit Zip. Until she finally lays back on the bed and is like, here, come and get me. And he starts to kind of come forward. And she's like, kick, kick to the groin. Mm -hmm. And he, (laughs) to his credit. What did she say? She had a snappy line for that. Uh, (sighs) She's like something like, you know, you didn't see this coming. She's talking about his masculinity. Uh, Ah, yes. How's that? feel on your yeah, masculinity, masculinity something but man he sells how's your dick feel because he, he's like quiet for a minute he's just like yeah he just sort of slinks over into the corner just like because <laughs> you wonder if he actually did get kicked <laughs> might have because this is when it gets funny because <laughs> the other guy pops back into the scene and for the rest of the scene, he's like, I don't really know if I'm supposed to be in the rest of the scene or not because he's like right on the edge of the frame just standing there and no one ever really acknowledges that he's there because then, you know, uh, Shark gets up and, and kind of falls on her to intimidate her some more. And guys still just sort of standing back here like, should I leave yeah, for this? Are you going to are, are you gonna are do going family things? Style or we, yeah, what's, what's what, what are we doing here, here boss? Yeah. <laughs> so. Your plan is ill-defined, sir. Yeah. But then, like, Shark just gets up and he's like, hey, take her yeah. to the other room. Well, he says something like, I, you know, like, I, you, you're going to become shark bait, which I was like, that sounds like rape in a <laughs> yeah, PG movie. Right. And he's like, take her away. Yeah. And it's like, well, <laughs> right. rape you but later. Man, as soon like, as he says that line, he's just grinning like an idiot. Sleep again. type Shiva. I'll most likely rape you in the morning. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so it cuts to the next morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've got Pilot on the shore and they're tying up his hands. And he's oh. like, man, guys. I've been good. I've been a good employee. I've been. I'm doing everything you want. And he's like, "Well, yeah, but you know." But you did this. Yeah. So you, we can't you have messed that. up, and my insurance just can't cover you anymore. Yeah. And so he, they, he, he's like, "Yeah, it's gonna suck to be you in a few minutes." <laughs> and he's grinning the whole time, just mm-hmm. being so smarmy. And then they hop in the boat, go back to the main boat. He's like, "Wait till I get back to the boat." Yeah. And then he brings Pam Greer out. Yeah. He's like, "Watch this." Yeah. And they just, they, they've they got his hands tied with rope and they tie that rope to a boat and they just... Yep, speedboat. Guy takes off and they drown drag Derville Martin. Yeah. Yep. If only he could have planted his feet. Yeah. If he just learned to water up. ski just, just like just that. Right then. He would have been like, holy <laughs> your shit. Your life depends on learning <laughs> to water ski right now. Yeah. It's like Pilot. the really extreme version of your dad throwing you in the deep end. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Swim, you little bastard. And, this, <laughs> and the whole time this is happening, it's smarmy bad guy shark <laughs> is on the boat telling her basically his plan where he's like, well, yeah. you know, I own the insurance company. And so they're going to take over your dad's business anyway. So I get it no matter what you do. Yeah. So you lose. And she's like, how do you sleep at night? And he's like, pretty well. I'm yeah. I got a lot of money and look yeah. at me. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> I'm rich and I have perfect teeth. Yeah. Ping. <laughs> <laughs> look out. Check out my boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So eventually, yeah, they start tying Pilot's her. Dead. Yeah, well, see, tying her up. When she was trapped in the other room that they put her in, she was not tied up to anything. No. They just threw her in this equipment in the, room. In the engine room. Yeah, and the, and she looks over and she's like, "Oh, a knife. Well, let me break off the blade and put this in my wetsuit." To save it for later, you know. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then they're like, okay, now it's time to drag Pam Greer across the lake, and they tie her up. And yeah, and she does the hi, you know, and yeah. jumps off the side of the boat. And they're like, no, go ahead, well, start, go. Yeah, that made it easier. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to mess water. up the railing on the way yeah. out. And she, like, in, almost in one motion, she cuts the rope. Movie. And they're like, and they're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> 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 what? This was going to be so good. Yeah. Shooter, I guess. I don't know. And let's all just get in boats well, and she, go. She, no, doesn't she go back inside the boat? She does. Yes. She has to go mm-hmm. get her gun because yeah. she has to yeah. have that but, gun. Like, she get gets the gun, gun and is like creeping and through the cabin. She has the drop on him. Yeah. He's me like, oh, there you are. Yeah, yeah. Punch. Grabs the gun and right. punches her. Yeah. It's like, God what? damn it. But then you, then you hear the cops coming and they're just like, oh, Dude, bail. whatever. Forget her. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. It's get just the whole sequence of stuff that happens with her reminds me so much of Friday Foster where it's like she doesn't do anything. Yeah. But, yeah. like, the only reason she gets by is because the guys are just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're, yeah, you're, you're not a problem anymore, so whatever. Right. Just sit there. Think yeah. about what you've done. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like they give her tough lady things to say where it's like, oh, yeah, you go, girl. Like, right. you know, this is you know, early, like, pioneering, like, yeah, women can kick ass. But right. then it's like, you have to back it up. Yeah. You can't just have the men be like, oh, you're a lady. We don't have to tie you up when you're in the engine room with all these tools and right. things around that you might possibly use to escape later. Right. Mm-hmm. Your strength can't be that other people are underestimating. Right. Exactly. Your yeah. strength has to be your strength. <laughs> right. You have yeah. to kick you some ass. You can go get the crazy, you know, Uzi Bluss, but you have to use it. You yeah. know, you can't just well, like, yeah. you know, you can't go, just go and then get punched <laughs> in the face. Like you think about coffee where she's freaking shotgunning a dude in like the first 45 seconds of yeah. the fucking movie. It's yeah. like, all right, yes, this is. This is how you do it. Right. You actually have her follow through on something. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So they, they, they're like, cheese it. It's the cops. And they get in the boats and. Start. Holy God. There's just a corral of fucking boats around this larger boat. Because yeah. everyone gets in a boat. Smarvy bad guy takes off. Yep. There's a mm-hmm. jet ski that she takes to take off. Because mm-hmm. the cops like start circling the boat. And there's. Oh, and the cops have a bunch of boats, too. And there's yeah. a Coast Guard and <laughs> the Marine They keep Corps doing the and... shot of the one cop boat that has a flag. And it's like the camera is planted right behind the flag. <laughs> right. So Hell the yeah, flag America. is going <laughs> right in your face as the boat's mm-hmm. <laughs> driving along. That's yeah. an odd shot, people. I mean, I guess, yay, America. But it's right. American 3D. Well, like, okay, so Smarmy Sharkface is... <laughs> <laughs> is, is he's the first one to go he's the furthest out and like Sharky jerk face. turtleneck guy is the next one taken off in a boat and she manages to shoot her wonder gun and kill him yep and so that's when she jumps on the jet the jet ski it's an upgrade yeah, yeah. speed upgrade and goes to get that boat and meanwhile the cops and the other dudes are just like gunning each other to death yeah just like, cops are going down and bad guys are going there's down. There's a pretty good shot of a guy getting shot in the knee. Which, oh. by the way, they have like a, a 50 cal mounted yeah. thing on the yeah. boat, like yes. a gun yeah. on the boat now. It's like, and where I, was that? I didn't, no, they were assembling it as the cops were coming up. I didn't uh, realize that's what they were doing. Okay. okay. But they were like there walking was around on the, yeah. on the foredeck or whatever oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, you, either way. You can't park that in the marina and have <laughs> people be like, hey, no. do you have a 50 cal? <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's the dude that gets shot like in the knee. And they, they do a good blood squib on yeah. his knee and he does a good stunt fall. He's like selling that <laughs> shot. <laughs> knee. Yeah. And yeah. then another cop gets like shot off another boat and yeah. dump him off that thing at high speed. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, they, they end up, yeah. they beat the other bad guys that were left behind. And yeah. it's like, hooray. And I guess they're like, you... You go get him, Shiva. Right. Cause yeah, because there's no backup. They don't no. like, let's go help her. They're just like, well. Yeah. So right. it's it's like three minutes of awkward, like him hitting, you know, wake and then bang. Yeah. And of course missing. And then her 
bang and missing until yeah. finally it's like we're both out of bullets because she I thought she was just going to throw her stupid Uzi Bluss overboard. Oh, no. But That's a very set, important gun. Set no. it down. She and then she looks over and I'm like, the department would kill her. At first, I thought it was just a fishing pole because that's what it looks like. Yeah. But it's, yeah. a, it's a spear gun. Yep. But it, it's with like a, a reel on it. Yeah, with a reel. I mean, I guess it's a fishing spear well, if gun. Well, you're going to shoot you know, yeah. sharks and you need to reel them in. That's yeah, yeah, sure. in this lake in Louisville. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of shooting sharks. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what she does. Yeah. She spear guns them. He does a good, oh, I've been speared. Yeah. Yeah, he hit me, and baby. Then, one more and then time. Not only does he get speared. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. He. <laughs> but they show a couple dudes smoking pot on some Did boat or one? something. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> and the dudes are just like, "Huh? What is? What is that? Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. And they scramble to get away. And yes, his boat hits their little house, which was apparently a meth lab. Yeah. Yes. Because yep. that thing goes up. Yeah. It was just made of methane. <laughs> Well, they've been smoking pot like all day, just yeah. farting inside that boat. Cheeto <laughs> 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 <Gino> farts. <laughs> yes. As soon as that boat gets near, it just yeah, yeah, it almost blows up before the boat even touches yeah. it. Yeah. So, but yeah, she just kind of is like, "All right, job yeah. well done. I'll I'll ride back now." And yeah, she goes back to the yacht, and the cops but, are just but, 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 the but, cops but, but, are sort of like, "We're sorry." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, don't let it happen again, and you can have your city back." And I'm going. I'm home. leaving. Yeah, and then there's like this awkward epilogue of. You you run the business. We can never be. I'm going back to Chicago. And he's like, but but boobies. And he's like, she's like, no, <laughs> no, no, we're ending it right here. And yeah. then walking away music basically turns into the same footage from the beginning and mm-hmm. her her theme song again over the credits. Yep. Or no no not her theme song over the credits. She did it. It's her. Yeah, it's the end it. theme. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's wrapping it up. It's she's bad. Yes, and but she gets she in. The, she gets in the big ahead. orange taxi. And, yeah. You know, goes to the airport. Yep. And then she's back walking around in Chicago credits for some reason mm-hmm. yeah Shiva a, baby that yeah that's the movie Shiva baby it was yeah. apparently her final black exploitation film that's what imdb Shiba says Shiba. yeah yeah so let's rate it and uh obviously stargrove yeah it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yes. I mean, yes, yeah yes yes it's full of it because yeah. there's well, at least not three. only is the theme song awesome and the end song and the dad is dead song <laughs> right <but laughs> do we do we but also like the incidental music's yeah, pretty it, badass pretty too good. So, do we give it both special awards? Where does a uh, pawn shop pimp rate on the ensign award? He's everybody? a good ensign. He's a good ensign. Yeah, because he he is freaking out when yeah. she's All like, right. "I'm gonna put your face in them brushes." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take it. All right, double yeah. special award. So, yep. how can it do on regular ratings? Ooh, yeah. I'll go. Go ahead. I, I I want to give this a three jocks because I actually kind of strangely like this movie. I know it's slow, but I I think I I prepared myself for that, but I'm not going to because. I know we're not supposed to compare it to other movies, but when I think about like, would I rather watch this or Gun again? And I want to watch Gun a bunch of times before. So you mean Black Gun? Black Gun. Black Gun. Yes. <laughs> not Fifty Cent. No. Yes. <laughs> Black Gun. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, I was Gun trying. I was trying not to say Slaughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I got to Gun, and I forgot the rest of the title good. there. Okay. Anyway, but yes, I would rather watch Black Gun like ten times more than this. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, I, I found a certain charm in the slow paceness of this movie. Um, so, but I, I think I can only give it two jocks. I, I think the plot is decent enough. It's a little bit of minor leaps of logic of, well, why, why did you get to there? But it, it all kind of progresses along to here's your, you know, guy presented in the beginning, in, in the beginning as your big bad. And it's like, you know, it does the halfway point in the movie where it's like, nope, he really wasn't. Mm-hmm. There's this other mm-hmm. guy. And I, I like that formula of movie, if you will. Yeah. Yes, and there's a lot of transportation shots in the movie, but <laughs> yeah, two jocks. Yeah, I think it's only a one for me. 
because I I think I like Pam Grier better in this than like Friday Foster. Mm-hmm. But Friday Foster had Yafit Kato and Damn all straight. that other fun stuff going on in it. Yeah, like she was and the two elevator. Yeah, like, but she was like <laughs> she was the weakest part of that movie. Yes. Whereas yeah. here she's the strongest. She's probably the strongest. I mean, I she's the strongest. I love smarmy bad guy yeah. too. She's the strongest He's until great, like, but he doesn't show up until last twenty minutes or right, so. Yeah, she's strong until it's like I forgot how to do everything I'm supposed to. know Yeah, how to well, do. that well that's the problem yeah. too. Is she's she's good at selling everything that she needs to sell. However, the plot lets her down in everything where the actions she's doing should be making her better, and they actually make her worse. You know, right. they they disempower her, so to speak. Yeah, it's and so that's. That just frustrated me. And of course, the first half of this movie has about 45 minutes of establishing shots. And that is like my kryptonite. It drives me insane when that stuff happens. Mm -hmm. But there's still enough goofy fun near the end of it that I can give it a jocks. But that's about it. I just didn't find most of this interesting, really. Like, it lacked all the things that I like in my bad movies and my black exploitation movies uh, for the most part, except for Pam Greer. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, like, Walker, the houndstooth, Bear Bryant uh, tribute <laughs> pimp, was, he, yeah. you know, he was great, and, uh, and you know, it had a Stargrove, but it's just not much else to really, you know, to hang its hat on, so I can really only give this one. I'm sorry, Pam. I love you. One jocks? Yeah, one jocks. One jocks. Yeah. I'm not going to give Pam Greer a bag. Uh, yeah, I pretty much agree with all that. Uh, one one jocks for me also. Um, again, trying not to compare it to other movies that we've watched, but like with Friday Foster, you do have that entire supporting cast of when Pam Greer's not doing something, you've got Yafa Koto being amazing, and you've even got Carl Weathers doing stuff, and mm-hmm. you've got all these other things going on. I, even like just the action stuff, aside from that one car stunt that either worked as designed or went horribly wrong... Like, the first time there's really an action sequence in that train uh, museum, it's like all the, the the punches and the shooting, everything just feels like no one had a clue how to shoot that stuff. Yeah. The fight scenes are really garbage in this. Yeah, and I mean, fight scenes in the 70s a lot of times were garbage, but I mean, they're, they're think back bad. to Black Gun, that... He fucking picked a dude up and threw him into a wall and broke a coffee table over him. I yeah. mean, that's still badass. This is just sort of like, make a movement like you're going towards him and we'll just sort of shutter the camera and then it'll look, he'll fall down. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I love, don't get me wrong. I love Pam Greer and the music in this is great. And the pawn shop pimp guy is good. And that one dressing down scene, uh, with, with yeah. pilot is really strong, but it, it's a lot of it is sort of a slog. It, yeah. It, it just kinda, comes off as more frustrating than anything. Yeah. Me. I mean, we're kind of getting to the point where like, we've seen really, really great black exploitation movies. And it's like the rest of these are just kind of movies with black actors. In them. Yeah. It's, it's the, they're really not doing what you think 40 years later, the genre is all about, you know, cause they, it's just gotten a reputation mm-hmm. because they've all been edited down into a five minute splice trailer of every cool thing that ever happened. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's, it is entertaining, but I just, I can't see myself going back to it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say to someone, "Hey, Sheba Baby's on Netflix." Yeah, it's just well, more, it is. It's I, yeah. it's more dull than anything. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't and, bother and, and, bringing it to anybody's attention. 
I, I would. Yeah, because I, mean, I think just, coffee's on Netflix right now. Yeah, so Friday Foster pretty, definitely is. So I would say yeah. watch Friday Foster. Oh, well, yes, yes. I mean, I'm, you have to. It, I think you have to get a ways down the. You know down the pedigree before it's, you it's strange i mean i i know this is bizarre to say but i i've brought it up before and forgive me if i bring it up again i'm not a fan of pam greer later stuff like when she tried to go super serious like i i think she's not the caliber of actor that was needed for something like jackie brown mm-hmm. to in my in my mind mm-hmm. um but i'm getting a, like a new appreciation for her in in these kind of roles like mm-hmm. i mean i think this almost trashy kind of movie is perfect for her. Like it, it's, uh, it's weird. Cause like when they try to make her serious, she comes off as cheesy, but when she's being serious in a cheesy movie, she actually seems stronger. If yeah. that makes any sense. No, it does. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm finding a new appreciation that cause like, I mean, when we first started this, I was like, man, I, I just think of things like Pam Grier showing up in escape from LA and Jackie Brown and all of the later things where it's like, look, we got Pam, we rolled out Pam Greer and you've heard of her, right? And she's going to be serious and wacky in this movie. And it's like, yeah. she's almost, she, you know, she had this like Stan Lee level of like, oh, God damn it. You know, like <laughs> showing up like when she'd show up in a movie sometimes. <laughs> I don't know like, about that. I, you know, or, well, no, I just <laughs> mean like in, in, some, in some movies, it was like stunt casting where she'd show up for a five minute scene sure. of like, mm-hmm. Pam Greer, you recognize her, right? And yeah. she she deliver some goofy lines and then be gone from the movie. Well, forever. she became the and person yes, of casting. Exactly. It was like yeah. and Pam Greer, so you know, like you're going to get a good seven minutes of oh, okay, here's Pam Greer right. for the older people in the audience. Yeah, that's remember. that's what I mean. And yeah. I, I'm getting it's strange because I'm getting a new appreciation where yeah, I, I don't know. No, I don't okay. Know. So anyway. That was a weird rambly bit. Let's go to the second half, shall we? All right, let's go to that. All right, let's go to the thing. Let's take a break first. Welcome back. Hey, hey. Yeah. second half. Hey. What do you say this time and this time only? We do a second half. We Just got a lot once. to talk about. Man, I'm sorry. This is the only time we're doing a second half. Okay. Episode 212. So much cool. stuff to talk about. We just we just declared it the only time we're doing a second half. Yeah, this is magic. So uh, stick around. We'll have the uh, giveaway of copy of Plato's Run at the end of the episode. Ooh, so yeah, it wow. could be you. You don't want to miss wow. that. That Live. could be the happiest day of your life. The day you get a copy of Plato's Run. That's like guaranteeing at the end of the episode there's going to be credits. That's yep. how exciting that is. Yep. No, it's thrilling. Man. Oh, it's like I'm sorry. Things Random now. number generator. Whoa. See, yep. BJ's on it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be a team effort here. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I heard you guys watched a movie that you had discussed for a little while. Oh, that we're going to start a week or two ago. All right, yeah, yeah, let's just get right into that. Bring it, bring it. I want to hear about this. Okay, so I have not watched Black Dynamite yet. Um, Right, I'm going to work on that this for this next episode. Me too. The other uh, piece of this puzzle was I said I was going to try Small Soldiers again. Yeah. Um. So I did because it's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I made an hour in. (laughs) And I quit, and I said, "Life's too short." I had the opposite effect of YOLO. I was like, "I'm, I am dying right now, and this, oh. this is not how I want to be spending these precious few years I have left on this earth watching this movie." Hmm. the The first maybe thirty minutes of that movie is a Joe Dante movie. It's small town America. It feels good. It's like interesting ancillary characters. Dick Miller's there, and it's like, yeah, this is this is a Joe Dante movie. I'm on board with this, and 
all the wackiness happens and I, and I like it. And then the goddamn toys come alive and they're not terrible at first. I'm like, okay, I can get behind the little monster guys and the soldiers are a little annoying, but not terrible. And then there's like one scene where it's like star Wars prequel CG throw up on the screen. And <clears throat> it's just like every single one of them is doing something different and they're all talking at once. And, Ah, just no. I do not like that movie. That is the exact moment I, 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 I realized that in the, when I was in the theater seeing it that I was like, I no, I'm, I'm no. Mm. This was after like the Tommy Lee Jones mishmash speech of every war movie quotes all. It wasn't like he was like doling them out. It was like let's cross this one, this one, and then take pieces of this and throw it all together, and it's just dumb. And. I, <laughs> The other thing that that annoys me about it is like every bit of dialogue. I understand that they were supposed to sound like they were coming from a computer chip on a toy, but every bit of dialogue has that food fight sounding guy in booth just talking, like reading words with no emotion. Just these are the words I'm supposed to be saying now, and it sounds distant and poorly mixed and weird. So like every time toys were involved at a certain point, I was like, fuck this movie. Just stop. Go away now. (laughs) Gremlins were cool because they didn't say anything. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You nailed it. It's like there was a gremlin here. Gremlins are just well-executed effects, as we've talked about plenty of times in the past. So you had mentioned to me via text that you had bailed on Small Soldiers. Yeah. And then kind of sort of taunted me into watching it again. I did not taunt you. You totally did. Nope. most certainly did. So I, was I was calling like, you out from before. Chuck takes like, this shit as a challenge, wrong. man. You're just wrong. We had both talked about we need to rewatch Small Soldiers. Okay. And so I did the same thing. I rewatched it. And I will say I did not like it as much as I initially did in the theater. Uh, but I still think the movie is fine. I think it kind of like the last 20 minutes is just sort of like, okay, this is just chaos for the sake of chaos. And, and I'm not really into it anymore. And I was sort of like not paying attention. But... I think a lot of it is well executed. I, I think I, I, I agree with the, the whole setup and everything. Like you were saying, it's a good Joe Dante movie and everything. I think even though it is early CG effects because the toys are so not detailed, it doesn't look as bad. Like because the toys themselves are modeled as sort of mm-hmm. like this sort of the, the, not textured when they're just like standing there or moving. It's it's fine. Yeah. I'm talking about like when they have that fucking thing jumping up and down on the bed for five minutes. Well, that looked a little bad. That looked really bad. <laughs> and and like I said, it's going yeah yeah. <laughs> and then like some, the other thing is like making noise and that's a TV. <laughs> like just everything's fucking going on at once. It's like guys. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Just I I don't know. I just. When it comes, I, I maybe it's better than some kids' movies, but not a lot, in my opinion. It's just I don't, I don't have time for fine. <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I don't want the Applebee's chef of movies. You know, like I can go to Applebee's and not die, hopefully, but I'm not. I don't need to waste my time with, it, especially like something that I've I've tried before. No, I, you know, like you know, I'm not saying you got to keep doing it. I'm just saying I I rewatched it. I didn't love it as much as I did the first time, but I still thought it was all right. I all right. I, I think there's stuff in that movie to like. I, I I do agree with the the vocal stuff, but I think more of the problem is that they stunt casted the voices instead of getting people who can do voice work because yeah. they were like, let's get the cast of the Dirty Dozen, and it's like Ernest Borgnine doesn't know fuck about being in a recording well, booth. <laughs> that's a lot of the late '90s stuff. Yeah, it was it was very much 
get a star in here to do it. Like, oh, yeah. like you think about sure. like ants. Yeah. And it's like every character in that is like a name actor. Yeah. And, and it's like, well, cause that was, there's like, a reason. That was DreamWorks first thing. It was like yeah. Spielberg calling everybody like, I'm Spielberg. Wanna make I know, a but there's a reason okay. voice. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a reason voice actors are voice <laughs> actors. Hi, I'm Steven yeah. Spielberg. Want to make a movie? Inventor of movies. <laughs> so, so he became a cross between Robert Loja yes. and Stan Lee. Yes. Drink your I fucking never, oysters. Never imagines yep. Spielberg totally. the That's real Spielberg. That's, yeah. that's, not, that's not the show that he no. puts yeah, on for the but cameras. I mean, but there's, there's a difference between voice actors who, who do it to feed their kids sure. and the difference between and real I, actors who do it... F- so their kids can watch some movie that I, I didn't even make it to the point that he's talking about. Like I, I have nightmares about other parts of that movie mm-hmm. that I didn't even make it to. Mm-hmm. Like I knew the Gwendy dolls were coming where it's, yeah. it's Christina Ricci and, and Buffy. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh my God, we are talking to a microphone now. Yeah. Oh my God. I, you can kind of recognize my voice. Oh my God. You know, like it's so badly recorded. Just like, and like I said, I, I remember that. That's like burning my head. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah, like, so I didn't even make it to that. that I I part. do think though that Frank Langella is really good. I th- I think he makes that animatronic character seem alive. Okay. I, I think he does a really good job with that. All right. He he made me laugh on several occasions. Just just right. being sort of like I said, it, I was even fine with it up until like they find the rest of the fucking monster guys, and I was like, I kind of want these guys to lose. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's yeah. just little things. I, I like that the soldiers are all assholes. I like that the soldiers are bad guys, and that the monsters are the good guys. I, I sort of like how that all plays out. Mm. I like the fact that just they have computer chips from the military, so therefore the things go fucking crazy. It's just, the, the, I mean, the premise for it is is really dumb. Like everything about it is like if someone was like, "How do we make Gremlins 3? Uh, computers," and it's like, "Okay, well, we can't <laughs> do that, so let's just put toys in there and and do that." So. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. agree to disagree. Sure. But go ahead and tell me I'm wrong about another movie. <laughs> oh, uh, so after you talked about it, I was like, yes, based on hearing about this, I would like to see that movie rewind this. So I went to the Hulu pluses yeah. and watched rewind this. Yeah. Definitely agree with you. It's not a very well-made documentary, but my, my dislike for it went a little bit deeper. <laughs> like I, Again, I, I think they focus on like too many of the wrong things, like very niche VHS things. Like they spent a lot of time with supposed tape traders, and it was all about the weirdest underground movies versus just the idea of digital video distribution. And mm-hmm. the, like, I, I really thought they should have spent more time talking about where it went from the ninety dollar tapes to okay, let's sell them for twenty and see who buys them. And suddenly people were, yeah, you know actually collecting tapes like buying your first copy of et because oh my god it's affordable now and mm-hmm. things like that and and instead it was like let's talk about buckets of horror blood 17 <laughs> that i you know bootlegged from this thing and this yeah. weird guy who's obsessed with horror wall and this is my horror wall of gushing blood gushers 14 <laughs> and you know I, I just like these weird fucking freaks it was like this is what defines the the vhs in your mind like the, this guy the people that are still collecting it because like the the hipster quotient on this movie was extremely <laughs> high and it ended up pissing me off to the point that I really didn't like the movie at all. Hmm. Um, Cause I, I get the preserving things that are only on VHS. And a couple of people said that they were like, yes, look, this movie is only on VHS and I will hold on to this until they put it onto a better format. And a lot of people said, I have this on VHS. The second's on DVD or Blu-ray. I am buying it. And then you had the other people who were like VHS forever, man. And you're looking on the back and it's like, Heather's on DVD and Blu-ray, you know, like, like toy soldiers <laughs> on DVD and Blu-ray. It's like you assholes. You just have this on VHS because you're an asshole. 
like just walls like these people had vcr tapes stacked yeah. sideways from floor to ceiling and you could just look at like you know a big giant type that you could like read the titles Speed. and it was like dvd dvd exactly. dvd blu-ray 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 and it's like you're just you're just a dick you're just <laughs> you're seriously a dick like if you're collecting the mr t be somebody because it's only on vhs fine good on you mm-hmm. you know like there was a couple of people they had like the everything is terrible guy on there and he's like yeah look at this weird exercise tape i found where Bubba Smith is telling you that I love you. <laughs> he and, loves you. <laughs> you know, that's funny. Yes. I wish they had covered more stuff like that. Yes. The, the, the stuff that, like, man, VHS was, they were so starved for content that they just put out the weirdest fucking shit. Yeah, like the exercise tapes and the pack-ins of, like, I bought the face shocker, yeah. you know. Those, like, recovering those VHS tapes, that's funny to me. Like, right. the stuff you find on Found Footage Festival and everything is terrible. It's yeah. like, that's interesting, not... I I collected it, you know, I collect VHS tapes and I have shit that's on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Great, you're a dick. <laughs> and like one guy go one guy actually having the audacity go that he likes the pan and scan effect. No, like, no, no, I Yes, I, no, he did. He was like it, it looks weird when it's not in pan and scan. I, I I bought a I bought a DVD copy of this scene and and when it doesn't have the digital scan, I thought it looked wrong. I I get what that guy was saying in terms of like it's a, it's a that's what he grew a, up with. I like. know, but it's a unique look in something that you don't see anymore. In that you're watching a movie and all of a sudden the movie just starts moving and you're like, well, that's a weird. You know, at the time you didn't realize what VHS was doing, but you look at it and you go, well, that's a weird camera shot. Why did they just do that in the middle of the scene? And why is it now going over there? And what's happening? I get that, but. I think I was saying he preferred it. Well, hipster. Yeah. I, so. I, the one like video store guy bothered me when he was like, we had to move out VHS for these Blu-rays. More like Boo-rays, am I right? Man, I'm like, dude, do you want your business to stay open? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Lucky you still have a place that people walk into and get your tapes or discs or I mean, whatever. You don't need Nightmare on Elm Street 5 on VHS anymore. You can throw that away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 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 just, I've, I, I just remember the days of early DVD, like early, early DVD when it was like 20th Century Fox finally signed on. Yeah. They're going to finally start making DVDs. And I'm like, yes, they're going to put out Star Wars. Mm -hmm. They're going to put out, you know, Alien, Alien, Aliens, all that. I can get rid of the fucking VHS tapes (laughs) that are terrible and worn out and don't look good. I mean, I had had widescreen VHS tapes Mm -hmm. like when they were Mm -hmm. putting them out in the mid 90s because I was like, because I knew Pan and Scan was garbage. And once I had seen a movie in widescreen, I was like, I can't possibly go back. Well, see, and that's what this movie, this movie sort of, well, not sort of, it does, it just blatantly ignores Laserdisc. And people were like moving from VHS to Laserdisc because you wanted the actual aspect ratio of the movie. Despite the fact that, yeah, it was a sort of a crummy experience having to flip the movie halfway through it, but... Or three times if you had like two disc one. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, but like, um, you know, it, it, it does focus more on the collector mentality of VHS rules and not the movie rules. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Just like at a certain point in this movie, I was like, God, can an EMP just hit Austin? <laughs> I just want all these fucking tapes erased. Like, I, Jesus, that would be the best thing ever. I'm sorry, all you people. Like, <laughs> like I just, at a certain point, I was like, just wipe these, like... But then some, how are they going to take ma- pictures of their food with their VHS tapes? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, just, they're, they're magnetic tapes. Just one little EMP. Bloop, you know, just yeah. quick. If they could find a way to make it so that hipsters had to rewind their cell phones, they would love that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but to me, like, with what you're saying, and <laughs> <laughs> with what you're saying and what some people are saying in the comments right mm-hmm. now on the live stream is that, to me, it's 
these people are fetishizing the object and not the movie that's yes. contained yes. on it. And that's, and that's what that's, this documentary is. And that's that, what bothers me yeah. is it's like it, there's a certain point where it shifts away from being about the actual movie and the quality of it and what yes. it was like and not necessarily about what's, you know, the, I, I guarantee I, you, I just, I guarantee you 75% of these people never pull these tapes out of those big giant stacks and watch them. It is just, Oh, I have guaranteed. these yeah, yeah. to say they have them. I mean, or, or they watch like five of them, you know, they watch the weirdest right. ones they have. Um, they can have my widescreen copy of alien three on VHS. <laughs> yeah. I, so Lucky you great. You know, then the EMP doesn't matter because you still have blank tapes. They're going to be blank tapes at some day anyway. Sure. I mean, they all have, they have a lifespan. Yeah. All the stuff. I mean, is discs, fall discs off. <laughs> will, I have a hundred year, thing you yeah. know like the, the data will just evaporate mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all magnetic based and yeah. eventually it's like Neh. like if you if you still have floppy disks put them in and see if they have anything on them i guarantee you they probably don't yep yeah yeah man i gotta go check check my zip disks yeah i'll be right back i want to see the documentary about floppy disk <laughs> yeah floppy disk collectors <laughs> hipsters <laughs> they have all these floppy disks i don't know what's on them uh, I only I, hipsters. 27 copies of I summer games. I only use my TRS-80 cassette, <laughs> actually, sir. So Floppyhipsters.tumblr.com. Well, no, don't go there. I only <laughs> do 360K floppies. Yeah. Everything else is sacrilege. Double density, more like double duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway. Uh, yeah. But speaking of documentaries. Yeah. I uh, watched Best Worst Movie. Oh, okay. Which I'd been meaning to watch for a while, and it's on uh, Netflix again. So. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh that documentary is really good and it goes some really depressing places like excessively depressing. Cause like the first, the first third of it is really good because it's, you're with the dad from the movie and he is goddamn like the most happy, enthusiastic person you will ever experience in your life. Like he's just, he's this like, like when you think of somebody who'd be like, Oh shucks, it was great being in a bad movie. Like, <laughs> he embodies everything you would think just hearing that statement, Mm -hmm. you know, like he is everything that's enthusiastic about it and about fan bases like ours where we're like, yeah, it's terrible, but it's great. You know? And it's, they do a lot of stuff about with meeting with the people that love the movie and talking about why they love it and how, you know, it's, it was this weird combination of absolute sincerity by the people making it. And yet everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong, but it all works in a way that's still entertaining as shit. Mm Mm-hmm. But man, some of those people, their lives are just depressing now. Like, and that was the worst part. It was just like, oh, like when the guy who played the granddad in the movie is just like, yeah, I mean, there, I kind of feel like I wasted my life. <laughs> like, like literally says those words. Is that like, well, yeah, you know, but my, I just kind of frittered away my life and here I am. I don't have any kids or grandkids or a wife or anything like that. And, hmm. you know, but what else, what does everyone do? Everyone fritters away their life one way or another. And I'm like, God damn. Damn, dude. You know, and the scroll at the end is just like, yeah, he acts in community theater and enjoys watching Family Guy. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. Just, well, at least he's That's doing a the fate community worse than theater. Death. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. and the one girl, the daughter in the movie talks about how she doesn't have it listed on her CV. Really? But eventually they look it up and they're like, were you in Troll 2? And she's like, and that is always the point where I know that I may as well just stop talking to them because I'm not getting the part ever. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you did this 20 years ago, but people still judge you by it. But I don't know, but there's, it's just, it's really good in that it shows what happens when you're pitching something, a cult thing to the wrong people. Because mm-hmm. when they go to some, like a sci-fi convention and there are like four people in the audience, it is 
just a painful, painful thing to watch them trying to do an interview with like the cast is on the, and when like he, a panel. Yeah. They go to do but a, there's only like four people. There's more people on stage and they're on the audience watching them. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's and, even worse. Cause like there's one point where they're in like a signing area and he's yeah. like walking around like, Hey, I'm George Hardy from Troll 2. And, you want an autograph? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, like, like, guy. like guy like walking out and, you know, just imagine that. Like, you know, we've all been to the convention where yeah. it's like some guy sitting there. It's like, but yeah, imagine that guy coming around the table and be like, hey. There was some of that at the local convention uh, here where it's like, it's uh, the Harry Krishna zombie from Dawn of the Dead. And it's uh, like, but, who cares? But, yeah, it's, but man, <laughs> dude, you need to not go to the convention. I'm sorry. I, you would just think, you would think like that guy would have done one and been like, yeah, nobody cares yeah. and moved on. Well, it is interesting. Like at, when he goes to, you know, like the showings of Troll 2, like it, you know, and at, at the draft house and all that, and people are just like, Holy shit! You're the dad from Troll Two. Yeah, through yeah. the line, he, you know, he and, gets this taste of stardom. Yeah, thing, and, 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 and yeah, and then he gets the harsh reality of like that's eh, a very small yeah, percentage yeah. of people that give yep. it two shits. And you feel it at the horror convention when he's mm-hmm. like talking to people who are like, "I was in Nightmare on Elm Street 5. you know, and they're like signing autographs, and you kind of see why. Like I've always been like, why would why would people do this? You know, like why would you go to these conventions and then like you know just sit there all day and charge somebody 10 bucks to sign something it just it, it felt like why do these people still do this you know mm-hmm. why aren't they just being like you know what fuck this yeah but then you kind of see why because he's like so enthusiastic when people are yeah. like dude you're in troll too <laughs> like awesome it's it's the the one guy that comes up and says hey you're you're the dude or you know or knows your name yeah. and it's like hey you're you know you're george hardy and i loved you know mm-hmm. i love troll too and yeah, and like that, that kind of all shit, makes it worth it. Yeah, that kind them. of shit makes your day. Yeah. But it's also, it's kind of, the whole documentary gets kind of depressing because you can see like when his spirit gets broken a bit, when he's going around yeah. at this horror convention, like, hey, did you guys see Troll 2? And they're like, no. No. <laughs> it's because no. no one saw it. Yeah, and there's like a dude in a Hellraiser costume. He's like, that guy's weird. I'm not talking <laughs> to him. He's like, these people, I don't know what, it's not Halloween. I don't understand. It's March. Whatever. <laughs> You know, and it's also kind of depressing when he gets to talk to uh, Neil Marshall, like, mm-hmm. like right before Doomsday came out, and he's like, "Yeah, I talked to him for a little bit, but he's like a famous guy, and they don't have <laughs> like they got so much on their mind, they just don't, they yeah. don't, they're talking to you, but they're not really talking to you, and I don't like that." He, you know? it's so weird. He's such a like, he seems like such a genuine, endearing sort of person. He seems and like, like the most genuine person on the planet. Yeah, honestly, and he's just like, I, I love it, and. These people are kind of weird, you know, but hey, that's whatever. That's cool. I'm, you know, yeah. they have things going on. I'm like, just, it's just, I'm just George Hardy. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad they have him to balance out the director. Oh, Who yeah. is just like, God, he's like, they just don't understand my movie. They don't <laughs> get it at all. They, oh, and his wife is just as bad, if yeah. not worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting because they're like, well, it was this, it was this social commentary on this and, and it, the fans have really grasped that. And then when they're going to the line, people are like, yeah, Troll 2, piss on hospitality, woo! And he's like, oh, they're laughing at all the wrong parts of the movie. You know, and it's like, but then at the end, when people are like, yeah, we never had a full shooting script, and we were like, he's like, no, you're lying. We had a script. You know, he's like yelling at these people, like at this little Q&A thing. And it was really like... Mm. Was wasn't he in the audience? He yeah. wasn't even on the panel. He wasn't even on the panel, but he was there. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, because it was like this whole thing that the draft house did where they put a mobile screen up and they built like the town kind of yeah 
and they had the screening there and they were doing all that. And I guess like they got almost the entire cast there mm-hmm. and you know, but he, but they're interviewing the cast members and like, yeah, well I didn't know. Like we were tried to change my lines and he wouldn't let me change anything. And he's like, no, that's not how it happened. It's, it, he's just standing in the audience yelling at them. It's just really uncomfortable. Hmm. And the mom, her whole thing is just, Oh, that yeah. She's, there is some. She's gone. There is some serious mental stuff yeah. going on with yeah. that lady, and that Was. stuff is really uncomfortable too. Wasn't? Didn't she? Didn't she die? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Because this was like 2009, so she may have since mm. since it was filmed. But uh, yeah, there's that, and for some reason, Corn Lady never like she shows up in the final shot of the movie where they show the whole cast at this thing. Yeah, she's in there. They never interview her. They never mention her. They never say anything about her. Hmm. It, despite you know even they just show a couple clips of her in the movie at some point and that was kind of disappointing because i was like that lady was crazy <laughs> like in an acting way like yeah like she was like fully committed to just whatever the hell she was committed to hmm. and i was hoping that they'd talk to her about that and then they kind of didn't so but it's solid it's worth watching i know you know especially if you've watched troll 2 which most of us have if our name's not chuck fine i haven't seen troll 2 sorry I was busy watching other stuff. Yeah, hipster. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's it's your kind of crazy. I, Honestly, it is your kind of crazy. I was just kind of waiting for the hype to just stop. You know, it's, the hype has died down enough. I think you're safe. Okay. Yeah. I, is it, for a long time, it was like, dude, you got to see Troll and, Two, and it's like when people tell me that, I'm like, dude, I just back off. <laughs> dude, you've got to see Troll Two. I'll well, see. Mm-hmm. Now I got to wait another back five off. years. Uh, <laughs> back off. So, dude, don't see Troll Two. I do, uh, don't tell me what not to watch. <laughs> you're wrong. Whatever you think about Troll 2, you're wrong. See, that'll make him watch it. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I continued on with my comic book movie oh. extravaganza. I watched Ooh. both the Fantastic Four movies. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the first one is all right for about the first hour. Mm-hmm. And then they all just start infighting, and then the movie like ends without having a third act. And I'm like, what? what happened here this is odd so that one's pretty much okay i think the second one is pure fucking garbage just just i could not have been more annoyed with those people in that movie where i just wanted someone to walk into the room and say you are fucking superheroes stop this shit this petty bickering and wanting a pretty wedding and everything shut up Go do superhero things. Yeah, it, it was. It both of those movies to me felt like we don't want we want to be superhero movies, but we don't want to do superhero stuff. Yeah, you know. And then the Ben Grimm thing in the first one is identical to what happens in the Roger Corman one. Oh, really? Almost identical. Oh, wow! Like in the way he reacts and a lot of the stuff, like some of the scenes, like are almost like, did you guys use those as storyboards or something? Because that's weird. <laughs> well, they do have that. Oh, they own that. I mean, they made that to hold the rights. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a placeholder for the script. So they probably, some elements probably crept over into the full yeah. on one. I, I just think like, especially the last third of the first movie and then all of the second movie, they, the movie just needed a character who was like, listen, someone needed to walk into the movie and say what the audience was thinking. Like you have to stop doing this. Like you can't get pissed off at them because they went and had dinner. People have to eat. He's trying to solve your goddamn problem building the the fly chamber, whatever he's building. Man's got to eat. 
He went out to dinner. Shut the fuck up. Don't suddenly change allegiances because... <laughs> it's like everyone getting mad at George R. R. Martin because he hasn't finished the books yet. Yeah, I mean, it's just... The man has a life, yeah. people. So, I, I don't... You know... But, but I will say, as much as I hated Fantastic Four 2, it has the best Stan Lee cameo. Really? It's, it's the best one, where he's just he's trying to get into the wedding. And they're like, you're not on the list. And he's like, but I'm Stan Lee. I'm on the list. It's like, <laughs> and the dude's like, no, get the fuck out. It's, that, is, that is the only time it has not ground the movie to a halt and made me actually enjoy a Stan Lee cameo. <laughs> it's him just like, Spider-Man. I'm on the list. No, that was terrible, too. Um, just, <laughs> whatever. I'm not going to start the Stan Lee debate again. And then I watched Omega Cop. Cause Omega, I Cop. Cop. Omega, Omega Cop. Cop. Omega Cop. <laughs> Omega Cop. Omega Cop. I'm just continuing my, my knowledge Cop. of you guys before I existed. Oh. Back when you were carrying me. <laughs> <laughs> so that movie, it, it, it's terrible, but goddamn, it is, it is pretty goddamn entertaining start to finish in, it, in its terribleness. Um, it's, it's just sort of like, 20 minutes of talking and then it's like i gotta go over here and fight and then he will he had to get his hat yeah that is just the dumbest <laughs> where he's just like i think that guy's wearing my hat and then he's just like see you bitches and <laughs> just abandons everybody yeah he's like, i'm gonna go chase these guys all through stockton california wherever the fuck they are <laughs> get his hat back so yeah. dumb <laughs> good and adam west just wasting away in this control center the whole time it's like he proposes with a grenade pin. <laughs> yes, he, he does. That's the best. Yeah, pin. it's pretty that good. Movie's so good. It's pretty good. Oh, it's great. It's pretty damn good. And shout out to whoever did the music for that movie because, as shitty as that movie is, the dude who came in and did the music was like, "I need to fucking sell all the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need any like winky music to the camera or anything like that. I, this is going to be fucking." action music and serious like shit is going down and and the music really sells what the movie itself doesn't mm-hmm. <laughs> so good times you should seek out omega cop if you haven't already i did not you guys i meant you know you guys at home playing yes. the home oh, game oh, oh, oh okay if you're right. playing the bamcast home game go, it's like two dollars on amazon for the dvd just go get it wait there is a dvd of omega cop now yeah Oh, oh it, man, we can throw a, that VHS in the trash. <laughs> Get rid of that thing. Where's that. my Where's my sun launcher that yeah. I put my 360 on my PS3 in? Oh, yeah. All them Get rid of that hipster <laughs> piece of plastic. Somebody get, get Chuck Norris on the phone. Get me a, a magnet right now. I'm erasing that fucker. Yeah. It will have nothing on it by the end of the night. Just kidding. Get that Austin EMP. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's my favorite movie, does. <laughs> Austin EMP? Yeah. So... You want to hear about some emails? <laughs> yes, listener yeah, I would, responded. I would hear about some emails. Hear about some emails, please. All right. Uh, <laughs> first one up is from uh, Rich from Pittsburgh. Okay. It's titled Strange Occurrences in Movies. Ahoy, Banffcast. As always, a tip of the cap for all you do. I'm writing today because while playing around with the Max Film Finder on the PS4 Netflix, I found a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie to suggest you watch, which took me down a rabbit hole I still haven't climbed out of. The name of the film is Assassination Games, a wham-bam, thank you, Romam, Eastern Bloc special <laughs> in which JCVD plays a hitman who befriends a hooker with a heart of gold oh. and has an uneasy alliance with an ex-cop that is also going after JCVD's final big hit. The actor playing the cop is Scott Adkins, who shows up again while I was watching The Expendables 2, playing JCVD's right-hand man. An hour ago, I plopped down to watch Universal Soldier, but being half asleep, I didn't realize it was Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning, <laughs> again featuring JCVD and Atkins at odds. 
So my question to you all is this. Have I stumbled into a parallel universe where these two men will forever make films together? Or is this something any of you guys have experienced? Mash and churn, Rich from Pittsburgh, <laughs> sent from my Gary Busey lunchbox. <laughs> it's just teeth. Yeah. yeah, it's weird we haven't had a Scott Adkins movie yet. Yeah. Because I know like... Uh, <laughs> totally <laughs> is. Ninja Shadow of a Tear is supposed to be really awesome. Mm. And our type of stuff. Because okay. he's like one of those dudes who's making action movies right now that are like the kind of shit we want to see where it's like, don't shake the camera all around. Show the dudes fighting and, you know, actually knows how to fight and do all that stuff. So I couldn't tell you who he is. I have no idea. You say that name and I'm just like, I don't know. Is that the guy that's on 30 rap? That's who I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, that guy. What? I don't believe he's on 30. Rap. Yeah. He's, okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, whoever he is, I don't yeah, know. And, and like the in guy big, with the diet. In big movies, he always shows up as like, you know, one of the, like part of the squad or whatever, you know, that he doesn't mm-hmm. really get to do oh. the big stuff, but mm. that guy's awesome. Like he's, he's one of those that it's like, well, eventually they're going to find a way to use him in a real movie. But yeah. the problem is he's not that great an actor. So well, that's never you stopped know. anybody else. See what they need to do is have him in like uh like Carl Urban in the second born movie mm-hmm. where he's like just this dude that barely says anything and is just like this menacing threat throughout. Like that's how they're going to sell him into bigger and bigger movies, I think. Just have him be that guy that's just badass. But yeah, assassination games. Okay. Should we put that on the list? No. Why not? Eastern Block. Oh, Chuck. You're so prejudiced against the Eastern Blockers. A four movie Eastern Block. Classic Eastern Block. Oh, please. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Well, let me get this straight. You you just condemned a movie for simply being Eastern Block, but you still want to go forward with Cuba Gooding June. They're not all in the Eastern Block. <laughs> he has made movies that take place here. What? What have we not watched that's an American movie that's not a, a good movie? Dude, we have freaking 16 Cuba Gooding Jr. discs. <laughs> they're all nope. right there. Pretty <laughs> sure they're all Bulgarian too. No, they're not. I, I guarantee you, we could find four non-Bulgarian Cuba Gooding June movies. <sighs> uh, yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, we'll see what happens come June. Okay. I don't want to do Efren Semblis June. <laughs> anyway, I am curious if uh, if Rich was just sick of the two of them by the time that marathon was over or not, because it was Van Damme and. Adkins just over and over. I don't. Nah, I just, you know. I just thought what we can do. We're not doing horror movies in October. We're going to do June Cleaver. <laughs> 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 do all our horror movies in. I get it. And that way you don't have to double up your 31 and 31. We'll save you. We'll spare you. Back it up. Appreciate that. See? Thinking yeah. of me. Yeah. Good Sweet. job. All right. Uh, next up is new email. Scott from Delaware. We got Scots what? all over. All right. We got Scots in different area codes. Scots. Or whatever. Um, it says greetings, of Scott. <laughs> greetings, people collectively known as Banffcast. This is Scott from Delaware. <laughs> Guessing at least one of you thought of Wayne's World. So I'm listening to the tracks episode the other day, and Harlow mentions that he watched the movie Snacks. Nightmares after someone wrote in about the story with the truck launching out of the ground. Holy shit, that was me! I exclaimed. <laughs> Bad timing, it seems, as there was a funky odor wafting through the train car at the time. On the bright side, I've had a seat to myself every morning since. <laughs> Anyway, it made my day knowing I gave Harlow nightmares, so so to speak. Moving on. 
I have a movie that might just be in your wheelhouse. The movie is called The Soldier from 1982, starring Ken Wall. Oh, God. It's one of those movies that always ran late at night on HBO in the days before video rentals were common. Hmm. In a span of 83 minutes, you get guns, squibs, rocket launchers blowing stuff up, stuff blowing up by other means, assassins on snow skis, Klaus Kinski and a few that guys, Oh yeah, a fight scene with arguably the most unskilled ninja ever, and he has ninja in ninja quotation marks. <laughs> Oh, like uh, Shiba Baby. Yeah. yeah. A bar fight in a country bar complete with girls mud wrestling, <laughs> nuclear threats, and cha- and car chase with a Porsche 911. Ooh. One thing you do not get is excess dialogue. In fact, there's so little dialogue in this movie, it could have been a silent film with occasional title card to move things along. Huh. So, uh, it's a bit hard to find. I'm not sure if it even made it to DVD. That's we Let's call it. those VHS hipsters. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, the whole thing is available on YouTube, as usual, so it costs you nothing. Here's the link. This message was typed for a live studio audience. Some restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, Ken Wall. Wise guy. Yeah. I remember that show. Yeah. He was on it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a single episode nah, of Wise Guy. Probably didn't either, but he made a movie in 82. Good for him. Well, You know what? Hmm? I like everything he had on that checklist. Yeah, I like all those things. I like dudes on snow skis fighting I like it. chicks oil re- or mud wrestling in a country bar. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a if there's chicken wire in front of the stage. Of course there is. Yeah, that's that's it has to be. Yeah. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Roadhouse. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Harlow Roadhouse. Yes, <laughs> very I've, good. I've seen that as well. Anyway, uh, next one. Where's also, this next Scott from? <laughs> no, this is actually these Mel. Are I know. Oh, Mel. These are Mel. Uh, somebody new. He says hi, BMFers. Hi. My name's Melvin. I just recently discovered you guys, and you rock. True. You're funny. We're great together during the podcast. It's fun to rediscover cheese classics I'd forgotten about and learning of ones I had never known existed. I wanted to make a suggestion for the show. I'm not quite sure if it qualifies because it's not quite the level of cheesiness you guys usually tackle on the show. Aside from some awkward scenes and some what-the-fuck moments, it's actually a really good action-slash-martial arts movie. But overall, it's a testosterone-boosting good time in the way that Cobra did for you guys. It's titled Blood and Bones, starring Michael J. White, featuring Kimbo Slice and other MMA fighters. He then sends a link to the trailer and uh, says, keep up the good work. Take care, Mel. Well, thanks, Mel. Yeah, yeah, and he he actually called in too. Yeah, they were they were too long to run. So okay, okay, but yeah, Blood and Bone, Michael J. White. Yeah, I'm always in for Michael J. White. Bamfcast alum, Michael J. White. Yeah, there's um, I think there's a new, yeah, yeah, a new Asylum yeah. straight to DVD, Michael J. White, Android. He's Cop. in a he's in Android an Asylum Cop, one? Yeah. Android Cop. Take a guess what that is a ripoff of? Uh, Universal Soldier. <laughs> The tagline of Android Samurai Cop, Cop is the future of law enforcement. Omega Cop. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's mm. uh, Michael J. White and Charles S. Dutton, which makes so it. Is Michael oh, J. it's White an asylum the version Android of Alien Cop. 3. Yeah. Is Michael J. White Sweet. the Android Cop? Yeah. Yes. But he just looks like Michael J. White. Really? They didn't give him a mask or anything? Michael J. White Shield. is going to be in Fast and Furious 7. Really? Uh, then I will see Fast and Furious 7. <laughs> Look, that was up for grabs before. Yeah, I don't. I was yeah, unsure. Uh, I didn't know. Maybe you yeah. know, the way six left is hanging. I was like, I don't know. But yeah, asylum movies. No, 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 no. And while while I'm searching, just want to shout out somebody we can't identify because they sent us stuff on Facebook and asked that we not read it on the air or talk about it. But your story is crazy. <laughs> Toad's and, and I'm sorry if we're like taunting people that are Stories. listening. But yeah. But yeah, there's some really cool stuff, but they were like, please, please don't read this on the air because, yeah. Suffice to say, I'll, I'll, I'll summarize it. Because it their job security. I'll, I'll summarize it. Shit went down. Yeah. 
Oh, good. It, it is, but no, but it's fun hearing like behind the scenes. You won't believe scene. what happened. Click here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's always fun hearing like behind the scenes stuff from people that actually work on movies mm-hmm. and are like, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't fucking believe this. So, <laughs> But yeah. we will because we're never yeah, thought we it would will because, to me. Yes. <laughs> Dear Penthouse. <laughs> Dear <All right>. Bamphouse. <laughs> Bamphouse. All right. Uh, that's our reality show <laughs> where we try to live together. <laughs> <laughs> this is your buddy of mine, Jay. Uh, one half of our epic voicemail. Oh, but not he Michael says, J. Uh, White? No. <laughs> Jay from California. Mm. Hey, guys. Jay from California here, and I'll give you what you want, and I'll make yeah. you work for it by reading my feedback from episode 211. I know you like it. <laughs> Regarding Steve, like the bird heron's question about movies you want on Blu-ray, why the fuck didn't you all sing Xanadu in unison? Because they, haven't, was they made, haven't legalized LSD yeah. yet. <laughs> Blu-ray was made for that movie with its beautiful images and amazing soundtrack. I agree. Also, I'm known to hate on Chuck myself, but he doesn't deserve it for Spider-Man 2. I agree with him, even though I love the film myself. It's just that I'm able to look past the issues with the movie, and I understand that everyone cannot. Oh, and I want to know if you've seen or heard of Adjust Your Tracking, another VHS documentary that spent all of 2013 touring theaters and is getting a DVD and VHS release in March, I believe. Hmm. I bought the poster for it because it's an awesome poster. As for the merch, motherfuckers, I will buy the shit out of any and all t-shirts and posters you make. I'll buy it by the dozens and Johnny Appleseed the fuck out of it. <laughs> Crash and burn, J out, sent from my TurboGrafx-16. All right, if, man. I wonder if it was from the CD or not. Yeah, I don't know. Was it the portable, the duo? Oh, it could have been. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah. But, uh, man, hopefully adjust your tracking is a little more what we're looking for. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Maybe I thought that was this or whatever. I don't know. I just find it weird that there's now two VHS documentaries. I don't know. Of course. It's yeah, Dr. Speak Falcon. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Turn, Hooch, Canine. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, last one is from Nally, who says, uh, poll and a question. Hey, guys. Snap from Montreal. I would totally buy a Banffcast t-shirt. I wouldn't even mind the U.S.-Canadian dollar conversion fees. Probably because you're going to come out ahead these days. Yeah. Uh, question, is Mackie French-Canadian by any chance? He keeps saying, eh, yeah, which sounds suspiciously like a Franglish hybrid expression most Montrealers use. <laughs> Just curious. Thanks for the hours of enter- entertainment. Nat sent from my Casio scientific calculator. Yeah, what's that all about? You need to answer this before we ever do another show. Yeah. Before we ever no. do another show? Yeah. <laughs> no. Wait a not minute. French-Canadian. I have... I. Yeah, are the, you the closest, or not? The closest I, but, I get is relatives in the uh, upper Midwest. Yeah. yeah. Well, did, you ever, did you actually, we were going to ask you live, have you ever lived up there? No, I've lived in Florida my entire life. Okay. But your your family is from that area. Yes. And yeah. Okay. You might have some Canadian DNA in you. I do, not that I know are of. We, are we specifically not saying the state for any reason? No, it's Minnesota. Yeah, I was going to say, because like Minnesotans, when they drink, they sound like fucking Canadians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Don't you? And all those T-Wolves are great, eh? Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> no, <they're not. laughs> the whole, like, the whole upper Midwest. Drunk, they don't say that. But. The whole upper Midwest. Oh, they say that, A. That whole, they say A when they fucking that drink. That Canada light thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. They do. Oh, don't you know? Oh, don't you know? Oh, oh, galaxy. I've been up there and got <laughs> drunk with them. Oh, yeah, geez. me too. Oh. It's fun. Oh, yeah. They can drink. Oh, cool. yeah. Oh. yeah. There's nothing else to do up there. Now, so, we've, oh, yeah, now, sure. we've, now we've just gone full fucking Fargo yeah, sure. now. <laughs> Don't I'm I trying know. to keep it Wisconsin. The best part about Fargo yeah, sure. is like, oh, they all watch it and they go, we don't sound like that. <laughs> yes. Fuck. I hear that all the time. <laughs> yeah. And like, they don't it's just like, like us watching that dude on Walking Dead. We're like, no. Yeah. No, you're not southern. Or cruel. 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 Like every terrible southern accent ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's so weird. 
<laughs> Should we mention anything about Philip Seymour Hoffman? Uh, it's, it's a huge it's, bummer. It's a huge bummer. Um, kids, don't do heroin. Yeah, seriously. seriously. Why? Yeah. Why? Just yeah. nothing if, good comes from it. If you if you need pure bliss, inject us directly into your vein. <laughs> yeah, we won't yeah, kill you. Mm-hmm. Just make you smile. But yeah, somebody like I didn't. Unless you're riding a bike, <laughs> it's well, possible. Yeah. Uh, Use yeah, caution if you're on any moving vehicles. Right. Yeah, we have heard that. Yeah. Out. Sorry. But what's astounding about him? Like I didn't even realize it until you know people started writing articles about him like there's not a single movie where i'm like man he wasn't good in that yeah i've seen a bunch of movies with him in him like i i think the master was yeah i was gonna overdone say I've, garbage. I've had movies i didn't like that he was yeah in, I, I think it's overly obtuse garbage but i think he's really good in it at the same time mm-hmm. so yeah you know but it's man <laughs> it's just it's one of those bummers where it's like man he you, there's so many things you want to see him he's, in them. He's even good in Twister. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... <laughs> it's Twister. Just looking through his filmography when it happened, I was just like, you know, there's there's not a bad performance here in any of this. And I mean, I, there are movies that I don't like. Like, I do not like Punch Drunk Love, but I think of his character in that, and it just makes me smile because he's pretty hilarious as whatever that Mattress King thing he's trying to do. Uh, yeah, it's just that... You know, sometimes these things come out and they just hit you and you're just like, man, that really, really sucks. Like, that dude was supposed to make another 75 movies and yeah. be great in all of them, you know? Yeah, and it's one of those cases where I'm glad he got an Oscar. Yeah. You know, so it's not like, man, I wonder what would have happened if he, you know. Right. He would have won so many Oscars. At or least, or at they least. just give him one like this year because, yeah. you know, and it's like, well, that's really not right. his best thing. But, you know, I want to say I'd made a comment that, you know, when I was listing like stuff that was made better by him being in it. And I, I mentioned Mission Impossible 3. And then people were sort of sneering at that, like, nah, action movie. You don't understand. He's really good. In how that. great he is in that movie. Like in terms of like a villain in a movie, like how he makes you want Tom Cruise to murder him. Mm-hmm. It's just his speech at the beginning that sets the tone for that entire movie is incredible. It is, it is so good and so powerful. It's just like, I, I've never been stone silent in the beginning of an action movie before. We're just like, wow, that's really strong. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just really, really good in that. So stop, yeah. stop hating. <laughs> Don't be hate. So yeah, that's it's just a, a huge total bummer. Yep. So, but hey, let's give away yeah. Plato's run. So, yeah, one, <laughs> let's go for it. One more merch su- suggestion. I, um, someone suggested uh, that we do a uh, law offices of evil medieval <laughs> Esquire that, yeah. sorcery law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lawyers at sorcery or something like that. We, we have so. some suggestions. Yeah. We have some ideas. We have some. We have plenty of things we could put yeah. on a t shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that's one. Personally, like that's that's the shirt that I want. Sure. So. Okay, we'll make that's, one that's, for you. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm throwing in the hat. So I'm going to go get you a BVD and, and a magic marker. So I will. I'll make that happen for <laughs> you. BVD. That's a brand yeah. of fruit of loom. Would you rather that? I don't know. Hanes. Oh, ABC BVDs. It's a t- <laughs> brand of plain ass white T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I yeah. always thought that was a brand of plain ass white underwear. They make them all. So I was like, why? <laughs> I'll make you some evil medieval, <laughs> you know, tidy whities if you there want. There we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, BJ. Yes. You made the list of our entries for uh, that 
that I, little contest we did for a little copy of a DVD of did. Plato's Run in full frame, which should satisfy all VHS hipsters, even though <laughs> right. they might not have a VHS copy of Plato's Run. At least they'll have a full frame copy to really <laughs> sell I, the experience. The yeah. shinier yeah. version of the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So and, how um, many uh, how many entries? There were we eleven unique entries. Okay, um, okay. that weren't uh, a a comment from us. Mm-hmm. Um, so using random.org's random number generator with a minimum of one and a maximum of eleven, I'm going to now live generate the result. <laughs> what number is it? Random. Number seven. <laughs> Lucky number seven, which is. Hmm? Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, the suspense! Oh, it's killing me. You ready? Oh, totes ready. Please. Cameron Croston, step right up. You're the lucky winner. All right, Cameron. So Email hopefully us. you don't live in Uganda. No. Yeah, that Pretty would be sure bad on several different. No. Yeah. Give me a complimentary <laughs> Pretty <plate-tose> sure. <laughs> Pretty sure he's in the U.S. Yeah. So, uh, Cameron's comment was, oh boy, would I love a copy of Plato's Run. <laughs> well, and that got you into the winner's circle, buddy. <laughs> well, guess what, buddy? Way to bring it, Cameron. Way to just bring the thunder in. Cameron's winning entry. <laughs> Might said. add, there was an exclamation point at the end. Of that. <laughs> oh, 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 all right. All right oh, that makes it such so enthusiasm. Circle takes a square. So wins the prize. Cameron, email us at uh, bmf at bmf's cast. I don't know why he wants to play <laughs> like if we're recording the voices, why not? Uh, but uh, email us, uh, get us your address, and we'll get it out to you. Yeah. So you can watch all that hot, hot Roy Scheider action. <laughs> mm. Yep. Oh, Delicious. Yes. all jazzy. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess it's time to get out of here, oh, isn't it? Yes, Do please. we want to get some contact info there, BJ? We could do that. <laughs> Go to the website, bmfcast.com. Look for the buttons. And those will lead you to all our fun socially things. Mm-hmm. Also, give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105-JOX-BMF, 910-556-9263. Keep it short and sweet, uh, by the way. Keep it like under a minute, or else we will flush your voicemail down the toilet. Sorry. Well, voicemail got down the hole. Yeah. And as always, we got a ton of voicemails, just can't get to them because we're running long. Yep. As we <laughs> seem to every, but we, we keep getting every, so many every week, and we appreciate all of them. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. We need a voicemail yeah. half. Yeah. Just voicemail stop month. watching movies altogether. Let's do a month of nothing but feedback. Voice month. <laughs> feedback, just like guitar feedback. Yeah. And then the second half will be, you know, listen to Hendrix half. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let's get out of here, shall we? Yeah, let's Sounds do that. Great. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out. Bamcast out.